0: Master Skywalker, there are too many of them. What are we going to do?
1: I think you have a, a very bright future. I think you have a, a very bright
0: future. What <laughs> <I> do. <know. laughs> uh, I
1: mean, oh, right. man, let's Your guests are waiting for you in the parking lot. What? 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 The guests are waiting for you in the parking lot. What? What? don't you dare interrupt me like that again how dare you how dare you how do- i'll be right back how dare you i
2: got it wow
1: here it is the uss flag aircraft carrier imagine being on the deck of this aircraft carrier the USS- USS Flag Aircraft Carrier comes with what you see here. Other figures and equipment sold separately. Yo, Joe! What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Bayou Geeks. I'm your host, Fatty316. And how y'all been doing this week? This week, we have a special show, special guest. But first, let me bring in my co-host. You know him. You love him. He's the one, the only. If I could find his music, shit. <laughs>
2: every, every week, he's yeah. going to this shit. Oh, every my bad dog. It's a filibuster every it. week. Where's the...
1: Have it set Ma- up, bro. Sorry, Jesus Max. Christ. You're going to have to live without it's it. Worst. It's gone. Oh,
2: S- Sorry, no. Max. Uh,
1: sorry. Maxim's G420. What's going yeah. on?
2: What What up, everybody? That was the worst intro I've ever had. I was so anticlimactic. The, Jesus Christ. The
1: Titan Tron was broke this week, my friend. Oh, you just had God. to come out to a, just <sighs> just a crowd, man. Sorry. Oh,
2: my God. <laughs> like No no standing ovation. No nothing. I, didn't get, I used to hear people cheering my name. I get all <laughs> excited now. It's just like, no, we're not going to do that today. We'll edit that later great fantastic <laughs> i'll edit it in for you how about that <laughs> you can find it because it's gone
1: uh no it's in the files but also joining this week uh formally of break i wouldn't say formally but uh now spitball media
0: mr b show brian how you doing my friend i'm amazing guys thanks for having me on i feel like it's my fault that you biffed the audio intro because you and i were bullshitting before he jumped on and uh i don't know man i'm not off i'm off to a great start so far this week <laughs> thanks for having me though
1: Oh, right, no problem. No problem. You know, I've been wanting to get you on with uh for a while now. I know I had to cancel and we went through a couple of growing pains last year. Had to Definitely. put the show to the bed, reevaluate it. But now you're on. I want to get the other guys on, try to get some other people on. I may even try to pull for Don Tony. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna give it a try. Cause I mean, when that Kevin Castle thing happened, I knew sods were taken and everything. And I, I really kinda I, I took my side. I won't, but everything's good now. I'm listening to them. I'm back on their Patreon now.
0: So it's everything's good, and maybe I can get him on, and we'll talk about it. Very cool, man. Those, i tell you what, man. Don Tony has uh, helped me when I asked him about equipment at one point or hosting for a podcast. Uh, Kevin, I've had him on a few times when I did a podcast. Always been cool. And, of course, I, I stream with John every week, and John's, a, I've been friends with John since, God, probably going on six, seven years now, just from from being a soup listener, a wrestling soup listener, and then getting to know him personally, and then you know him asking me and she to come on board with Spitball Media, or before it was Break the Apocalypse. Um, but no, we talk about, uh, for the shameless plug to get it out of the way, just big stories in entertainment every week, and I think that'll tie into what you said we're going to talk about today, and uh, at Spitball underscore media on Twitter, everything else is at Spitball Media. We stream live Thursday evenings around nine o'clock. So if you want to jump in and check us out, hang out in the chat. I know Fatty does every once in a while. But, uh, yeah, come come see us. Check us out.
2: Just like every pro out there. That was perfect. That was beautiful. been doing it a
0: while. I know. Yeah, I was going
2: to say, very polished. That was perfect. I was like, man, we look like amateurs. Jesus Christ. I've
0: been doing it to myself in my own room. It's almost like the kid that just has the imaginary friend for way too long.
2: Narrate your life every time you're walking as he goes to the bathroom at 3 o'clock in the morning. He knew he shouldn't have had that last scoop of ice cream.
0: <laughs> like Or like uh, What is it The Family Guy episode With Randy Newman Those oh. takes to buy the her apple This place is great Except Randy Newman Narrates everything <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here Oh man
2: Yeah that's uh, I think it was one of those uh, There was one of those Car insurance companies And they were talking about Like yeah It's like It's a great neighborhood It's like But our neighbors Are They're narrators And it just shows Two of the neighbors Next door Holding like microphones Like the reporters And they're like Yeah Seems like they like To mow the lawn <laughs> too early in the morning you know like they're just they're brushing their teeth he's like "Ooh, dry shaver he's gonna pay for that in the morning and i'm like what the fuck i'm like this is weird i'm like okay these are
0: some weird commercials but all right whatever it works it works that would have to drive you absolutely insane so they're onto something i guess yeah so
1: but um uh i I gotta put brian through the test real quick gary oh max Uh sorry Uh oh brian you're a star wars fan and Absolutely. Every, every guest we have come on, we, we ask them the same question. Gary knows where I'm going with this. Uh, Brian, who is the chosen one in the Star Wars trilogy?
0: Star Wars trilogy? Um, Technically, Darth Vader. Um, I guess. I mean, that's a tough question because initially it was Darth Vader, and then Luke brings balance to the Force. And then as far as I'm concerned, the sequels didn't really happen. So... um I don't know. Good question. I would say Vader, just traditionally speaking. But am am I wrong? The way the way you guys are looking at me, I'm feeling. I'm feel, I'm we're feeling older. Nervous, we're man. we're serious about this shit. I'm, <laughs> I'm,
1: hey, I'm paranoid, but Darth Vader's
2: <laughs> watching, Brian. I know. He's I know I love his, that. Over his corner, he's chilling right there, waiting for you to give the right answer.
1: Okay, we will accept that answer. You could Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker. We will accept that answer. Yep. We'll take it.
0: Is there a correct answer that I didn't get? You're just giving it, me either or, either it's or. Anakin yeah. technically, but either or
2: it's like saying who was one of the greatest boxers of all time. If you said Cassius Clay, we would be like, yeah, Cassius Clay, you know, uh, or Muhammad Cassius. Ali, you know. We like, you know, like in a, in a, in a coming to America. Is like his his mother call him Cassius. I'm gonna call him Cassius.
0: Okay, so I I failed the OG test because I said Vader instead of Anakin. Okay. No, no
1: we we, no, we we accept that. that. We we'll accept that. We
0: will accept that. At least
1: you, yeah. no, some people we have the youngins that always some. Oh, it was Luke Skywalker. No, it wasn't no, Luke Skywalker. No, it
2: wasn't Luke. It wasn't Luke. It wasn't Leia. People wasn't, don't like
1: to believe that the actual hero's
2: path actually took a
1: bad road, but that was the only way he was going to get to where he was going to get. It's it's if you look at it, it's kind of messed up, but that's the way it is.
0: The hero yeah. turned out to be the villain and turned out to be the hero anyway. Now, one of you mentioned Princess Leia. I, I assume you've heard some people say that the trilogy was really about Leia and that she was the chosen one somehow. I've heard that rumor out there somewhere, somehow, and I don't buy it.
2: I've heard something like that or that she was the direct lineage to what was supposed to be the chosen one, which was hers and Han's uh, Stun, you know, Kylo. Um, Cause he was you know obviously He was obviously connected to Rey Like there was something about the force that had to bring them two together To do what they had to do Um, But yeah but that, that's That only I think only came up because of the fact that There was more after that And they continued the saga um, Cause those were technically the last Three which were the last Yeah Anakin
1: was the original hero Regardless before they had the Expanded universe and anything like that He was always the Anti-hero I guess you want to call him yeah, in George Lucas' mind from the get go, it was just the late expanded universes when all the 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 theories and I mean they've had some good like expanded universe things. I I don't read them much. I mean one of them was actually a comic book called Dark Empire that was actually good. Um, they've had but they've had a couple good ones. I like, got I've a, couple owned a lot of paperbacks. Do you? Yeah. Well, like well, I'm sorry, Brad. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: No, I'm sorry. I didn't want to cut you off. Um, I've got a couple of Vader comics. Hang on.
2: Oh, okay.
0: There we go. There's, they're newish, ish but uh, lost my ears. There's some cool concepts. Of, let's see. Darth Vader, Dark Heart of the Sith, and Into the Fire. One of them, Vader goes back and uh, visits like the, the grave of Padme, or her tomb. And there's some cool twists in there. And then the other one, he like challenges and tries to fight uh, Darth, Darth Sidious. He tries to fight the Emperor, and the Emperor fucks him up real bad. So yeah, can imagine. I, I suggest them if you haven't read them. But other than that, I read a little bit of the Thorn, uh, Thrawn trilogy. Maybe the some of the third book before I knew it was a, a trilogy. And then um, obviously the game Shadows of the Empire that was awesome. I really, I really wish they would have made Shadows of the Empire into a movie instead of doing like the uh, sequel trilogy like they did. But what are you going to do? I remember I had the N sixty four game
1: for
2: oh, yeah. Shadows of the Empire. I remember that that was a cool game. Yeah, I played that game. I, I never had it because I didn't heard I, I didn't get the N sixty four.
1: Did you ever see the Ewoks movies, Brian? The Ewoks movies? Yeah. Were they shorts? They they, no, like... they were full movie. They were TV movies. Is and, that uh, what's After oh, okay. Jedi?
2: Okay that that was that's what it, it was, was. Battle was, like, of Endor and uh, I remember hearing I can't, about it.
1: And I, I think can't I've remember seen... f- I remember there was two of them. They uh they they're both related. To one another But the battle They uh—they should be on Disney Plus The battle for Indoor And something else They're actually good movies
2: I love the Ewoks man The Ewoks are always pretty cool
1: Cut yeah,
0: you... of
2: cottage
1: Yeah they're, they're actually good Like this family land Land on Indoor And they crash And the two kids Have to save them With the Ewoks
0: Okay yeah. So it's almost like A Land of the Lost Meets uh <laughs> Meets the Ewok village. Okay. Yeah, yeah. the second one's pretty – they
1: kind of darkened the second one up a little bit more than the first one. I mean, they I were killing people and everything. I,
2: think, I was going to say, I think you've talked about this because I was like, what? They're killing people? Like, it's like, oh, yeah, it got kind of weird. Yeah, the second now.
1: one was kind of like a little bit more brutal than the first one. Oh,
2: wow. <laughs> Just you, Ewoks getting torn to shreds.
0: No, this I don't one, think they go that far. This one, the second one I'm looking at pictures looks almost like um not quite Dark Crystal, but uh maybe a weird Power Rangers version of Ewoks with some of the villains.
1: Yeah, cuz the yeah, the villain he kind of remind me of that the the villain in uh what was that damn movie with Tim Allen? Galaxy
0: Quest? Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. remember
1: the monsters, they kind of look like those things from uh in the Ewok movie, the second one. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, they, I've they, never
2: seen it. They, yeah, they were TV movies like in 85, 86. I was going to say, I, was like, I remember hearing about those. Those and It sounded familiar, but I was like, I remember seeing it like it's a movie movie. When you said TV movie, that made more sense to me. And I was like, oh, okay. Something straight to video. Gotcha. Actually,
1: <laughs> I, got, I got something I can show Brian, something that's old school. Hold on.
2: Uh oh. What, what old school thing he's going to bring out? I can never Dude, understand.
0: He, well, I he, see he, that he, picture. He, he made me freaking cry. Oh, okay. so many people, so many
2: people that I've talked to. My wife was like, "He started making me sad." I was like, "I know." <laughs>
0: I was like, "He brought the whole vibe down. It was horrible." <laughs>
2: She's like, "You're no. so bad." I'm like, oh "No, I don't God,
0: mean no. a bad thing, dude. It was or such no, a feel good." Yeah,
2: no, I know. I'm being sarcastic, asshole. I was just trying oh, to. Like, gotcha. I was like, everybody was being sad, and I was like, "No, let's not be sad. Let's not be sad. Stop <laughs> making me cry." You're still muted, bro. Fatty, you're muted. Just go ahead. Keep on talking. <laughs>
1: We'll I'm right saying. here. No, I was gonna show you. Uh <laughs> I had this when I was a kid, so I found one on eBay unopened. I don't know. Brian, you ever seen these before? The storybook like with the cassette.
0: The glare is horrible. Picture. Yes. yes, I didn't have those ones as a kid, there but I had, yeah, I had ones like it. that.
2: I remember those things.
1: I showed my kid that. She's like, What's that? <laughs>
2: Taryn didn't
1: know what a fucking cassette was? No, she didn't even know how to, I, I even gave a record, and I'm like, I got a record player for my birthday, I'm like, go for it, i give you 20 bucks if you can figure it out.
2: Oh, man, <laughs> just give her a fucking rotary phone, tell her to dial a <laughs> number.
0: <laughs> Dude, it's funny with kids, my, my son, I have a little cassette player, and I found a tape that my, speaking of sentimental shit, uh, my grandma did an interview about the depression, like growing up during the depression for like a cousin, and I have the tape, and it's like one of the only that things was- I have. That's yeah. fucking
2: awesome, bro. You got our voice still? That's fucking great.
0: Yeah. So I found it when I was moving stuff around in my office and I have a little a little cassette player or whatever. And I'm showing my son and he's like, What is this? This is cool. He's six. And then I turn on the, the radio, like the stereo, and he's like, What's this? I said, Oh, this is a radio, like in the car. He goes, Where's the buttons? I'm like, no, you turn the dial. As soon as I gave it to him, he's flipping through it and he thought it was the coolest shit in the world. I'm like, this is what we used to do. Commercial comes on, you turn the dial, you gotta tune it in. And then my daughter comes out and she sits down. My wife comes out. She's like, what are these kids doing? And they're playing with this Stone Age audio equipment. Just It kept him content. My son is six and he was content for like 25 minutes just listening to the radio.
2: i like, oh, yeah. this is fucking bizarre. It's so awesome. <laughs> Analog, man. Analog, baby, just dialing stuff. Like I seen a picture of that the other day. They showed a picture of a, of a Walkman in like a museum. And I was like, oh, oh Jesus. I'm like, that hurt my heart <laughs> so bad. I was like, oh, oh, I think I just had arrhythmia. Oh, I can't believe what? A Walkman? And then they had like an anti-skip CD Walkman. I'm like, that's the shit. You had to get the anti-skip. You had to make sure you flip the button. Flip the button. Because if you don't flip the button, it's going to skip.
0: Wow. In a museum.
1: Yeah, in a museum. I mean, it was like in the 80s when you got like a little with, with the little earphones that were like buds air buds almost the size remember those little earphones gary they were yeah. about that big yeah, and, and that. you would just have the radio you didn't have nothing else no tape deck and nothing you were happy with that
2: mm-hmm. oh i remember we used to we would go to the to 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 comiskey park old comiskey park me and my dad and we would listen on the radio, he would have his little handheld radio with one ear in his and one ear in mine, and we would listen to the to the broadcast of the game that we were at. But he wanted because he wanted to listen to the radio version of it. So that shit of, real, huh? Yeah, yeah. No, it's like in the movies,
1: I used to see the guys wearing their headphones in the movies at the baseball games. So that shit real, his, huh?
2: Because the in stadium, there's nothing. It's just this blurs up the bat. Oh, they got a hit. Like it's no commentary whatsoever. It's literally just facts. But you know, you want to listen to Harry Carey. You want to listen to to all the all the announcers down there. You want to hear him on your 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 headset. So you would see people at Wrigley Field too. Same thing at Wrigley. We'd do the same thing. You'd listen to him on your headset and just tune into the radio station. You know, 970. Whoop, there it is. I got him. You know, and like, and listen, the only time that everybody would hear Harry Carey, like when he went to Cubs games, is when he got, when he was drunk and he started doing the seventh inning stretch and drinking that old style. Like that dude was, <laughs> was, was shit face drunk all the time. All the time. It was, that was one of the funnest things. That's why the Cubs games were so fun. Like, they didn't care if they were winning. If they won, it was even better because we're going to have a party anyway. Everybody's going to drink and we're going to have fun. And Harry's going to come out here and sing us out for the seventh inning stretch when we're down 13-4 to uh, to the Orioles. And it's like, all right, cool, whatever. That's fine. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Gary, Gary's uh, a
0: northerner like yourself. (laughs) Well, I was raised in Chicago. (laughs) I was going to say northerner like I'm coming down from Canada, eh? But um, <laughs> so you're oh, from compared, Chicago. Ca- yeah,
1: compared to y'all well, compared to you. Yeah. yeah, well, y'all are way north than we are. We're south, more south than we could go. We can't go no south, uh, further south.
2: Yeah, no, so we're, we're, actually, we're in the
1: Gulf of Mexico.
2: Yeah, as I was gonna say, we're actually technically <laughs> in the Gulf of Mexico. We're a bowl. Yeah, I'm <laughs> actually probably on the Gulf of Mexico. So no, I can't no. go no further. He's just some extra like a foot, uh, not even a foot underneath his feet. It's water.
0: Yeah, it's I'm literally water. on the Mississippi River. See, that's that's dangerous ground for me, man. I'll stay up here where there's, like, no alligators and rattlesnakes and shit. We just got to deal with, like, the snow and winter Where are you at? I'm in Ohio near Toledo, about an hour south of uh, Detroit.
2: Oh, okay. Are you a Buckeyes fan?
0: Not really. Not specifically. If I have to choose Michigan, and I'm glad they won this year, but.
2: Oh, you like Michigan. See, I I don't care about either one of them. I don't like Ohio State just because I'm a University of Miami fan, and I can't. Ah. And that one year when there was a, some sort of pass interference or some
0: bullshit. I don't I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, pretty helmets. Was that the one where the kid walked out flipping the crowd off? Or is I'm gonna think of a different game?
2: It, it could have been, who knows? Miami okay. does a lot of stupid shit. There's
0: okay. It's just such dumb kids. That was Ohio State, but I'll Okay. Never mind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Y'all wanna get into a little uh, entertainment news? Yeah. Let's go for it. Uh Gina Carano, Gary, I don't know if you heard or if you knew the story. I'm sorry, I'm fixing my head. Just in my uh, uh she's suing Disney. Uh, I did hear about
2: that. I did i seen I seen a, a little uh, snippet of that the other day. There you
1: go. Um yeah, she said uh she's saying she was wrongfully, I guess, terminated. I mean, I've been following the story since day one and she she got screwed. She really did. Um She was being harassed about people she, they would trying to make her put her pronouns in her Twitter bio. She makes a stupid comment. She goes Bebop boop." You know, just a they they freak the fuck out. They freaked the fuck out. Man. You know, Twitter went crazy. Disney went crazy. Um <clears throat> <clears throat> they throat> were trying to get her to get with people, I guess re oh, And she no. wasn't go- she wasn't going to do it. She she wasn't going to do it. I'm I would not do that. You're not going to sit there and try to preach me. I'm in my 40s. You're going to tell me what's right or wrong. I know what the fuck right or wrong is. And they tried to do that. Well, she posted something else down the road. Uh, It was a picture of, I guess it was a German kid chasing a a Jewish lady. And pretty much the the meme said uh, what it was. It was on the order. Don't let the government, I guess, try to tell you what to do. They'll have your neighbors turn against you for di- you know, different political views. And that's what she was trying to say. She wasn't trying to be anti-Semitic or nothing like that. She was just like, don't let, I guess the government, you know, influence you to turn on your neighbors. Cause that's what the uh, Nazis did with the German people. They had them turn on the Jews like oh, yeah, they made And that's what she was trying to say. And that, I, I get that. That's common sense, you know? Yeah, not nowadays, bro. And then that's when Disney fired her. And Disney put out this statement saying, no, we don't support this and support none of that. And really, she didn't do nothing wrong. And then, like, Pedro Pascal has made comments about, like, Trump supports calling them Nazis. Mark Hamill's made dumb shit up. And nothing's happened to them. And she's saying, look, why did nothing happen to them? Y'all didn't even, even tell them nothing. But look at me. I got fired. We know why. Yeah. And I think I think that's how ugly the world has gotten. You can't even have an opinion no more. Right or wrong, you can't even have an opinion anymore.
2: Oh, well, you can. You just unfortunately the consequences are worse now, maybe some would say than what they've ever been. That's that's the biggest thing. Like there's always been consequences on what you said or what you did, but depending on who you were, what value they put towards you as a person or as a character or whatever they wanted to put in their sphere um, would depend on how they would handle it. If you're some big- time movie star that could run the studio, you say something stupid or like, oh, yeah, no big deal you know and especially if you're a man, unfortunately, especially in Hollywood, like that's just what are we gonna do like we don't control those we're not behind those 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 dark rooms where they make all these decisions and these choices and who's going to be the one and who's not going to be the one. So.
1: Brian y'all I touched on this uh yesterday in y'all show I mean what do you think
0: um I think and say your mind bro don't matter what it is <laughs> yeah, yeah no because like I, I, I try to take everything in and just try to figure out where I'm at with it and I don't know if I can pick a side too much I think she got fucked I really do because as you said there's other people who are able to say other things freely and it's not a problem because it's 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 that is what the culture is that's that's the narrative that's what they want to to uphold and the second you step out of that then she became a pariah and i know it wasn't just like you said it wasn't just that post it was more than that and she was saying every one of her tweets every one of her likes every one of her posts they were all under scrutiny all the time which sounds like every time she posted or liked something someone was saying something to her oh yeah she was would- so- they were, she was being watched. She's one of those people that was just oh, being yeah. watched. Oh, yeah. Right. So, and I've heard someone else. I, um, I think John and Shaheen said it last night. They told her not to post certain things, and then she did anyway to poke the bear. So ultimately, hey, you, you did it when, they sold, when I told you not to. So, of course, you got fired or had some action. But I understand, too, because like you guys, I'm a grown-ass man. I'm not going to go out of my way to say some – like I'm not a 4chan troll. I'm not going to go out there and – you know, say some nasty shit just for a troll and for a laugh or whatever, to be ironic. But at the same time, if my boss came to me and like, like my company, the company I work for, if corporate came to me and said, Hey, you can't post that. And it's nothing really wrong. It's just not something they agree with. I'm like, Hey, it's my personal Facebook. I know she's a public figure. It's a little different, but like, this is my personal Facebook. Why, why can't I say that I hate Ohio state football? You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. what do you have to say about that at, at all? And how at the same time, can you do this to me when other people aren't doing things? And it's become such like a Borg hive mind. It's getting better now. I think I can tell um, it doesn't seem to be ramped up as much lately. And I think people are getting tired of just the constant outrage farming. I, I, but, I
1: agree. I think people are just like we're done. We're done here.
0: Yeah, man. And, you know, I think it's good and it's bad because other people are going to be more comfortable to say stupid shit. But at the same time, it lets everyone breathe a little bit. Because, like, look at Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis, he got canceled, and now he's hosting Saturday Night Live, which was the show he got fired for in the first place. He's yep. more famous than he ever was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Louis, Louis went away for a while. Louis C.K.'s back. I mean, he's low-key, but he's doing shows. His was um, a little different,
2: though. His was getting the the Me Too kind of swallowed him up on that one. So that was that was a little different than where Shane was just being offensive because he was saying something inappropriate about somebody else. The other one was, you know assault or at least oh, allegations. Fair.
0: very fair <laughs> all- very allegations
2: fair. of but yeah no i i i understand that i, I get that part too but i love louis ck I, I when that hit him when that hit him i was like damn man really him too fuck i'm like shit man like all these guys that are going down it's like man why can't guys not be assholes like <laughs> that's
0: my i don't know take. man i'm of the opinion that anyone who gets to that level there's a really there's a really high chance that on some level they're a piece of shit it's just Something always comes out, and if they're not, a more surprised by it. Like we were talking about the, I don't know if you guys are following the Vince McMahon, yes. oh yeah, WWE lawsuit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> We've got some heated exchanges about that. Actually,
1: Brian's done more a little detail on it, so we can we can ask him some questions. Maybe he can answer for us. Actually, okay, because you my, wanna- okay, I'm not saying what he did was right, but I'm on the type if she, if she was into it. I, I can't have sympathy for her because I His, don't know who she, how she I, I didn't know the situation. I wasn't there to witness it. I don't yeah. know. Now, my question is to you, Brian. I, I think you looked into it pretty well. Was there anything illegal mentioned, like done to her
0: illegally? Not moral, but illegally. If she, w- uh, according to her, yes. Um, I don't want to get graphic. Well, you're just fine. But, well,. To a certain
2: extent.
1: <laughs> so like, let's say, some like forcefully or, or like yeah. physical force or yeah. told
0: no. like physical force. Yeah. So okay. the one this thing that I was
1: not aware of, okay.
0: One of the things that really stood out to me, because you always hear stories about um, like Vince McMahon and, and like Ro warrior Hawk did an interview and he's like, why does he let that little shit? Shawn Michaels get away with anything. I've heard there's some sort of maybe relationship or whatever. And Vince always had his guys that like he'd let do whatever, right? And everyone always wondered, like, are him and Warrior got something going on? Do him and Shawn Michaels or Hogan got something going on? It's just really weird. Well, allegedly, when the WWE champion and former UFC champion that was not named in the suit that people think is Brock Lesnar, I had to cover myself there. Yeah. Um, when he got too drunk and couldn't go back to the penthouse to have the three-way, allegedly, with her and Vince... Vince wanted to salvage the night, according to this this complaint that was filed, and Vince said he wanted to role play and fantasize that he was Brock.
2: I heard this fucking her. I hear this boy.
0: Okay, during it, allegedly, according to her, it got rougher and rougher, and he essentially was like shoving her and open hand, like like slapping her. To the point where she finally was like crying and balled up on the floor saying, please stop, please stop. Now, her side of that is also that afterward, he just was kind of like, oh, I'm fucking up left and right with you tonight, aren't I? So shit like that. Um, in the I WWE told you, fatty.
1: I told you, bro. I, I, I said I was I was skeptical. Remember, I did say that as long as nothing illegal. I mean, like stuff like that. But now I'm finding this out. See, now I'm finding info. But I'm not gonna lie. While Brian was saying like what was going on, I was waiting for him to go. uh, Yeah, then he was doing all this, and he f would her ass. (laughs) (laughs) He put
0: her in the And He snapped her lower arm.
1: (laughs) I was waiting on it. I was like,
2: looking to the crowd. He f five. Everybody knew the move was coming. He's just pointing out into the to the living room of the suite. he no, got all excited yeah!
0: <laughs> yeah he turns it on she's like his foreplay instead of turning on like some slow fucking jazz like some old man like he would he turns it on and it's boom 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 and he comes sauntering <laughs> in doing the old brock shoulder move uh, no but so it's like it's all her side and here, here's what i got from it okay it sounds like she knew or she thought she knew what she was getting into Maybe she thought there were certain things she had to do, like relationship wise or servicing him that she figured, fuck it. This is going to change my life. I'm in a bad spot. Just, just go with it. It also sounds like maybe she was groomed into it slowly. Cause they, they mentioned she meant that they met several times, but the timeline was like over a summer, they met four or five times. So it's like, she'd come in, she'd talk to him. All right, we can do something for you. And then a month later she'd come in. He's like, all right, how about that job? And then like, start like, come here, come give me a hug. And then slowly he folds into like, tell me about your family situation that she just lost her parents and her family's bankrupt and she has nothing. And then he starts talking about his fucked up childhood and, you know, my wife left me and I'm so lonely. I'm just a lonely man and I have no life outside of wrestling. I keep to myself, man. I just, I, and then like the whole, you know, no one even wants to approach me physically because they're so intimidated. And I just, when's the last time I had a hug type of shit? And so like he asks for a hug when they leave. And then the next time he's putting his hand on her shoulder. So like there's, there's a slow progression, but still to the point of, I won't put, I won't doubt that maybe she thought, okay, roll up your sleeves. Let's just do what we got to do with the old man to change your life and to become a vice president, which I think was one of the veiled uh, promises or, or things that was hinted to her early on. And then it quickly got out of control. And I don't think she knew how to get out of it. Now, I don't know this. I'm not her. I don't know the story. I don't. But from what I read, I originally started out wanting to cover it almost in a laughing matter because some of the stuff coming out, like with the dildos named after wrestlers and all this yeah. stuff, it was kind of funny. <laughs> but then it, you read through the document and the shit that happened in succession and then being handed off and having to come up with a schedule to be seen by the personal trainer and Johnny and Vince all in the same week and then schedule three ways. And on the text, she's telling him, you know, I'm not back to my normal self because she was so beat up that she didn't want to do it and go through with it. And he's like, oh, it's okay. You know, maybe next week it's, it's fucking gross. So I understand when people look at it and say, Hey, it looks like she might've been down for some of this. You know, maybe she's trying to get some money, but at the same time um, I can definitely see where people are making the case that she was uh, trafficked. And the comparison I made to this was it felt like that Nexium cult that uh, Allison Mack or whatever it was, was involved with where here's Keith Ranieri. He's the guru. It's such a pleasure to meet uh, this guy yep. that he kind of takes an interest in you and he invites you into the inner circle. And then slowly it's like this mind fuck Jedi, you know, mind trick thing.
2: There's the same so. thing with uh with a Yogi that, uh that, that, well, he, he didn't necessarily invent, but he's the one that, that coined the phrase hot yoga. Hmm. Uh, the one out in L.A. Well, he's not even like I don't know what country he's in right now, but I remember listening to the documentary about him. Same thing. They groom them. They get these people in. They want to become practitioners of yoga, of hot yoga. And they want to become masters yogis so they can go and have their own, you know, uh, their own their own yogi studio. And then they have their own yogi studio. And then they, it just keeps on. You know, basically, it's it's multi-level marketing basically but <laughs> yeah. it's with yoga that people wanted to do and it was such a great big fad and he was on tv and all kinds of stuff and same thing he would groom the women to exactly how he needed them to be and they would just that was it and then it got to the point now where the federal government's now after him but he's you know somewhere else where he's got no extradition to the u.s so guess what he doesn't have to come back it's like ah, and he's still doing these seminars and this is like what like they're still getting away with this shit. They're like, yeah, people still doing it, and people even know about like the fact that he's been arrested and was indicted on charges of, of human trafficking and this and that. But no, he's gone. Too. He had enough money, disappeared. <laughs> and it's like I was trying to try. I was trying to tell Fatty that, I'm like, bro, if you have enough money, enough power, you can do whatever you want. You just can't. Can, can you? It, Vince McMahon was set up the night like a
1: fucking match.
0: We're going to have a three-way
1: with tables, ladders, and chairs.
0: Teddy Long comes out. Hang on, player. There's going to be a change. You're going to go one-on-one with The Undertaker. <laughs> Bong. Uh, Bong.
1: I, I did have a – when y'all were talking, I, I, I ain't going to say it, but I did have another sick joke. But oh, sorry. go for
2: it. Let's hear it. What's the other one? I don't hold
1: back here. What the hell? Brian may never come back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, I'm I'm good, man. I see like I personally after reading through the, the, the document, not to you know be serious, but like again, I was I wanted to be lighthearted and kind of joke about it because look, this is Johnny Ace, you know, this guy everyone makes fun of, and it's Vince McMahon who you expect this type of fucking sick, you know, it doesn't me. shit from. No. <laughs> like I had people asking me. I was at like family parties, and of course you're the wrestling guy, so they gotta ask you about this. Like, this is the last thing I want to talk about while I, Try to eat my mac and cheese and fried chicken and shit. Like, no. Like, I don't want to talk about this, but they're like, what do you think? Do you think it's tr- and like before you could finish? Absolutely, I would believe this. Um, and another thing that I mentioned on the 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 Patreon bonus show I did about this, patreon.com backslash spitball media, he uh Bro. the way she described one of the encounters was not almost word for word, but it reminded me very much of the Rita Chatterton accusations, the referee from, like, 1986. So, just, like, the M.O. and the way he came about it and, like, being – the way she mentioned him grabbing her and being forceful, like, it, it reminded me of that. So, man, this has been going on for a while, and you don't pay – I don't think you pay out 12 million, uh, $12 million in hush money if you don't have skeletons in the closet. And now it's what coming out. It? And Did you, you see – The latest news, because I haven't done a show about this yet. Um, uh, John Laurinaitis is flipping on Vince real quick.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And he He came out recently.
0: And even though the WWE claimed that the company did not know about Ashley Mazzaro's um, assault uh, claims, I guess, when they were overdoing the uh, tribute to the troops, Johnny Ace is saying that the company did. So that could even be even more... Issues because oh, now this corporation no. said they didn't know, and there's proof that executives did, and they're publicly traded, and yeah, yeah
2: that's, and that's and that's what I try to explain to Patty three when you, when they're now a publicly traded company, it's a lot. That's why they will pay the money to keep you quiet because they know that it's going to affect stock prices and what the company's actual bottom line is worth. It could bankrupt somebody, and these are multi-billion-dollar companies, and it's just like it's it's all about the money, bro. It's all about the money, but the fact that he's that he's doing the same thing that he did back in the 80s doesn't surprise me. It's where he learned how to do it. He's been doing it. He's been getting away with it. I've watched enough SVUs to know that uh, a person that has that type of mindset, they don't change. They only become either more aggressive and more outlandish, especially the more they're allowed to do it. If you're allowed to rob any bank that you ever go into, how ballsy are you going to get when you walk into a bank? <laughs> I've gotten away with it every time. Sure, I'm just going to keep on doing it and just do it even crazier. Why not? But that's what they do. I, and I, like you said, I, when, they, when this came out about Vince, it didn't surprise me one bit. Never surprised me at all. Well, they <laughs> say I, the
1: sickest people are geniuses, man. He took a, a fictional – no, I wouldn't say a fictional sport, a scripted sport, and made it a billion-dollar industry.
2: Oh, no. Businessman. what?
1: Like well, he, that's what I'm saying. The, the he, sickest people in the world, half of them are geniuses.
2: Yeah, they're not stupid. Hey, serial killers are one of the smartest people in the world. Like, most serial killers are extremely, extremely intelligent. They could be stupid at something else, but they're a savant doing that. <laughs> it's like, why does it take so long to catch these people? How come there's never found the Zodiac Killer? Why? Because mm-hmm. he, he, either hopefully they, they died, because it's just been long enough, or they're still around. They're just. Too old now. They can't do it. But they're geniuses. They've been under the radar for how long? Like, how lucky did we get to get the the what's it called, the Unabomber? Like, he was living in a shed in the middle of the fucking forest well, by that's why they didn't find him. Yeah, and that and they took know, it. And you know why he left that? Because he was a genius. <laughs> like I've seen the documentaries about a lot of these guys, and these guys are the one thing they always have in common: these extremely smart, uh, intuitive businessmen. And these serial killers, they have one thing that's in common. They're extremely, extremely smart and they're, you know, detail oriented. And it's just like it's like a, Jeffrey Dahmer could have been a CEO if he put his mind to a different way. But he didn't. He liked how people tasted. You know, I, what do you do about that? That Was that like an accident? Like, how does that happen? I, I never understood how, like, anybody ever would become a cannibal. Like, you, like, cut your finger and you're like, mm. I taste... That, that liquid stuff tastes kind of good.
0: Like a great white shark, and once I, they taste the blood, chief, they come back for more. Like, yeah, it's like a. Band Dahmer band had band. a hangnail or something. He, you know. Well,
1: I know, know this. I know He's this ain't a popular answer, but you know, I don't want the younger kids' heads to explode. But unfortunately, Hitler was not a, a fuck, not an idiot either. No,
2: he, wasn't. he was. He was a, he Hitler was, a was not an idiot. No, he was very. Yeah, smart. He was
1: evil, but he was not no
2: idiot. Oh, they're usually not. Look, even, and even when we watch movies now, like traditional movies now that you see, the, the, the evil geniuses, that's why they're evil geniuses. They're usually. Uh, all, all these evil geniuses were were good geniuses, and then something fucked up happened, and they became evil geniuses. And they were like, you know what? The hell with the world. I'm going to now take it over because everybody hates me. I'm just smarter than everybody because everybody's just stupid. Why don't they just realize how smarter, how much more smart I am than everyone else? But they did. Mm-hmm. And same thing with, you know. Businessmen and CEOs, like – and they could either go that way or go the other way where they want to be completely submissive because you hear about these, you know, doms, these dominatrixes out here. They have jobs for a reason, and most of the people that are their clients are usually men that are in very high, powerful positions. Why? Because they're like – they're so used to being in charge of everything. Every once in a while, they want somebody to step on their nuts, literally.
1: And they're the geniuses, the dominatrix. Yeah. That's <laughs> a genius to make, too. I get to make a $1,000 just for stepping on nuts. Yeah,
2: for genius.
0: one
1: hour.
2: Yeah. <laughs> And I, he has to call me Madam.
0: <laughs> I get and to listen, kick this guy in the balls and he pays me $5,000? Like, where I can I sign up for that? I don't give a shit. I'll kick a dude in the balls.
2: <laughs> yeah, kick me in
0: the balls. Yeah. <laughs> ring them bell. Ring the bell. <laughs> kick them till they ring. <laughs> oh, Jesus oh my Christ. God. So saying what I said, though, I, I want to step back a second. If it comes out that she fabricated all this because her, you know, <gasps> She Uh, I'm not saying it is I'm just saying it would it would it would be so bad it would be and it would set this shit back because there's probably people that have been accused or that didn't want to accuse him of stuff. So and the other thing, too, is people are saying, why did she just come forward now? I think it's been a while since I did the the Patreon episode so I can kind of dish this. Um, Basically, what happened was she had an NDA and allegedly Vince gave her one of the payments. It was supposed to be three payments over. Uh, Three payments of a million dollars, one per year, and then some other stuff. And allegedly, he gave her one payment and then didn't pay her again. So if someone breaks the contract of the NDA, it doesn't mean you can just come out according to this attorney that I was seeing review this. You can't just come out and start talking. Because you have to have a judge essentially rule on it and say, yes, he broke the NDA. Officially, you're good to go. You can start talking. This is the first step in that process, and that's what that that Complaint was for it was filing it so that a judge can review it and try to see what happened and if he broke the NDA. And then the feds, I guess, a while back, uh, raided Vince's office and got his technology. And yeah, there, uh, there's what more, from. man.
2: Yeah, there's it's gonna be so bad. Like, that's why he had to step down, he had to step down because he had to get away from the company because that's a publicly traded company now. It's like, nope, TKL's like, Vince, you got to get the fuck out of here. Like, we can't have you in any way, shape, or form. Associated with with us, with WWE, with anything, because isn't TKO also the same company that's that's actually the 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 owner now of the UFC? Aren't they the ones that are part of that as well? Like I remember reading about that when uh when they when they when they merged those two companies together, they're the ones that are technically that are in charge of everything, but left everything yeah. the same.
0: So Endeavor um, owns both companies, and WWE and TKO exist under an umbrella called TKO, or WWE yeah. and UFC, yeah, exist under TKO.
1: So. Let me ask y'all this: It's kind of off the off the, off the Well, not really. Do y'all think they're going to be able to keep the WWF up like Vince did? I mean, we're in the territory we've never been in before now. Vince pretty much kept it the way it was. I mean, is wrestling going to change after this?
2: It might. We'll see. Only time will tell. He's been behind the scenes for what? almost 50 years
1: especially with WWE. i'm not talking about like wrestling as a as in general i'm just talking about wwe
2: no 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 I, I i get it but yeah but yeah i i don't know like we've never had anything i don't know what else i can remember that's been around for 40 years I just, 45 years that was always the thing it was always the best biggest thing like hell the patriots were only 20 years they were kicking everybody's ass like, they went to, like, ten Super Bowls and won six of them. Fuck. Get I really here.
1: believe <laughs> like, once they get the wrestling people out of there, it's going to change. They're not going to know how, what to do. Yeah, yeah, I really believe that. I, I just don't see. They're going to change. They're going to try to make it with uh, the last, I would say, uh, with WCW that last year when Tom, I think it was Tom Warner that took him over. And even Bischoff said that's what killed the company. Once yep. they took that over and it became super corporate, even though it was already corporate, but it became super corporate, and just bigwigs were running the show instead of wrestling people. That's when it went downhill.
2: So, do you think that they're going to end up going all the all the stars and whatnot? Going to end up going to AEW? Or no, are they to go I don't. The, into, the I, I, regional, I, I, into the local regional, regional, like like you know outfits that are out there, like you know like Southern Championship. I, I
1: would not doubt if you tried to see like. I don't want to say Vince, not Vince, uh, Stephanie, or Triple H, but I would not doubt if someone tried to start another wrestling company, like you a think, Shane or something. You think a, a, If a, they a, can, I don't know if they're allowed to. I mean, because some companies can't. Like Vince, I'm sure, I had to sign. He can never do oh, open yeah. a wrestling company. Like a non
0: compete type of thing. Yeah, yeah non compete. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I've had to. Maybe those after
1: ones. so many years or something like that. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> but those, he ain't be
2: around. Hell, when I worked for uh, for for Leslie's, when I was doing the, the, the retail, I couldn't leave and go to another retailer. Like if I left, I had to have gone to another place that was like what I'm at now. Um, I wouldn't have been able to go to another retailer. I had a non compete for a year that I couldn't go to another retailer. Hell, we have a non compete with our company. I don't know if you know that. We have a non compete with us. Six months after you leave, you can't contact any of these customers <laughs> wow. in case you want to steal them. I'm
1: taking my money with me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> taking all my customers with me. You're
1: like, this is my Christmas, motherfucker. I don't know what y'all are doing. <laughs> right. <laughs> what do I'm you y'all know. what do you think, Brian, what I said? Do you think it's if once they get the wrestling people
0: out, it's gonna change? Yeah, and you already see that now. Um it's been reported that um You know, the people that run TKO are familiar with USC and how the fight game works, where it's like, oh, here's a big fighter and here's a big fighter, and let's put this super matchup on the card, and that's going to sell tickets.
2: But also, they got Dana White still there doing all of it, and that's what kind of Vince was for WWE.
0: But that's what I'm saying to that point is right now with Cody and with Rock and with the big mess they have right now. That was the mentality. It's, hey, let's put the biggest matchup on the card. Rock Roman. We've been building this, you know, alluding to this for a while. Two big stars. The Rock's the biggest star in Hollywood, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Huge celebrity. People are still talking about him running for president, for God's sakes. I know. And he could if he wanted to. Yeah. But that's the point. It's like, that's the biggest potential matchup. New company. They're on Peacock. It's going to be going to Netflix. This could be seen by a ton of people. And this will draw some people in, probably. But the reality is if you do that now and you make Cody look like a fucking idiot, people are going to lose faith in him at some point. And that's something you've invested two years into to just throw it away for one match. You know, it's the old saying where uh, I heard an interview before where Jim Hurd said something like, you know, what's the deal with Arn Anderson? Why don't you go with Sid Vicious? And I think Jim Cornette said, well, Sid is the type of talent where you can book him in a match and make a million dollars in one night. But I can I can support a territory for 10 years with Arn Anderson working because the guy's an uh archi- I can't think of the, the word, but he's, he's a journeyman. Like, I can use him and sustain a territory. Sid is a great attraction. I'll get a million bucks out of him in one night, but it, where am I at after that? This is the same thing. And if you have people from TKO that look at it as if they look at UFC, it is completely different than the fight game. So when you don't have Vince, when you don't have Stephanie, Triple H, whoever else... I think you're going to see something, one, that started back when uh, Turner originally bought Jim Crockett Promotions in the late 80s, where you get away from some of the more traditional aspects of it, and then you get a Jim Hurd book in the Ding Dongs, and they were able to fight that fight for about five or six years, and then they got popular with the NWO, but then, as you said, when Time Warner came in, it was all over, because it's all suits, it's corporate. Same thing, we're talking about Star Wars, to get back to that a little bit. Same thing that happened with Lucasfilm in, Mm. in Disney. Same thing. I
2: was so sad when they went Lucasfilm sold to Disney. So sad. Well I, like, I, knew, no, I, knew were, I knew Disney was gonna throw shit tons of money at it and like all the different things that I could just see, all the machinations of, of different things, which we've all seen now. But then it's like do you get the Disney part of it though?
1: Well, most people were actually happy about it because everybody thought George Lucas was the one out of touch. It's like, oh come on, George is the one we, we need something new. And we knew Disney would throw up the money to get the originals back in a movie that's why everybody was like excited and then what was it uh it was what the force awakens and i remember seeing the force i was excited i had my ticket six months in advance i seen it i come out yeah i wake up the next morning i'm like did i watch the fucking first movie all over again last night
2: pretty much and that's
1: and that's how i felt after i saw it
2: Yeah. <clears throat> you know, that's 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 I I liked it too, and it, and it it brought back that nostalgia, basically feeling of, but it was it was basically the first movie all over again, or at least the first movie, which was technically what the fourth movie, yeah,
1: yeah, well,
2: <laughs> no, the seventh movie. Oh, you talking about uh, the yeah, uh, of the Rogue. three, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's so many. It's the time, and they off.
1: had they had. I think Disney had like even with Rogue One. When I saw Rogue One, that was the second movie to come out for, and I was like, it wasn't the greatest, but I felt like it was a Star Wars movie. I had my gripes about it, but I felt like it was a Star Wars movie. Then The Last Jedi came out, and it was all downhill from there. Then they bring out Mandalorian. It's like, okay, especially after season two with that ending, I was like, okay, you you, you bought some faith back, and everything's been shit ever since. I don't even watch
0: them. Um... Shit, I just lost it. My bad. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, oh no, you don't. Uh, so it was. Man, I was thinking, not Mandalorian, but Rogue One. I put Rogue One up there with the originals. And I, know, uh, I can get with that. I just, it, like you said, it felt like a Star Wars movie. There was enough member berries with like the Princess Leia at the end and shit. It was cool, and some of that, like I thought that movie. That movie restored Darth Vader to me as a badass in the threat that he was made out to be mm-hmm. in yep. in the original Star Wars. Because, like, if you think about it, original Star Wars, he's like this mythical creature. And then Empire Strikes Back, he's kind of like toiling around looking for his kid. And then he tortures Han Solo a little bit, schools Luke Skywalker, cuts his hand off. I'm your father. And then the whole last movie, Return of the Jedi, uh, in that trilogy, he's kind of like the Emperor's fucking with him. And he's almost a side character. And it's about Luke and it's about the Emperor because Luke, you know, is trying to turn his dad good. The Emperor's trying to turn Luke bad. And Vader's just kind of like, okay, I'm standing over here like a piece of lawn furniture. But Rogue One, that scene at the end where the dark hallway and the lightsaber lights up and he goes crazy and those dudes are flying and screaming. I was like, holy shit, that's, that's Darth Vader. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I would put that up there with, I personally, with the top three. And you mentioned people soured on George Lucas and thought he was out of touch. If you go back and watch the original Star Wars, it was a phenomenon. Not the greatest like cinematic film. It's got a lot of great effects. It's got a cool story, and obviously, we all love it. When he did
2: it too, compared to when he did it too. Like, like you look back, and we could, we 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 can all go back and watch stuff and critique it, and be like. Man, I can't believe I thought this was the shit compared to the, some of the stuff that I see now. <laughs> I
1: was not, I was, it wasn't the fact I didn't think the stories for the prequels were bad. I think he just went overloaded with the CGI. That's the only gripe I had with those three moves. I thought the CGI was, it was just too much. It, it, it was, I like the original look at Return of Jedi, like when you're in Jabba's Palace, everything's in shot. That's why it looks so real. It looked more real. When they were doing puppets, but now when they got the all the computer,
2: it don't even look real anymore. It's because the, the he, he had a new toy that was the CGI that could make stuff look just like anything. But it wasn't that. It was the beginning of it, whereas he had before making puppets and miniature sets and stuff like that is different because it's tactile. You can actually see it and physically move it and touch it. And you could see that on film. So that's why the, that, those special effects that were like that, that's why it's such a skill. Like when you see some of these people that win, like, you know, Oscars and Emmys and this and that for, for special effects and design, set design, it's because of that. It's because that's what makes it look good. But, yeah, it's just – it was a new toy. CGI was a new toy. And he's like, fuck that. He put that shit on Max. And he's like, let's yeah. do this shit. Like, I don't want nobody nowhere. I don't want to see shit. I don't want to know. I want to see the two people that are in this scene and everybody else can go straight down. We're going to put a green screen up. We're going to shoot the fuck out of the- You got to pretend that there's somebody over there. and You got to look at him over there. No, no. Oh, little, 20 degrees more to your left. You know, that, that's the like- tennis
0: ball and a stick over there. That's your <laughs> exactly. that's your mark. Yeah. yeah I,
1: but I would say Revenge of the Sith would edge out Rogue One for me right up there. Wow. I like Revenge of the Sith. That was a I mean, the, the Anakin scene when he walks in. Hey,
2: Anakin. And. Next thing, all the kids are dead. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, that, that was one of the – when I seen that scene, I was like, yo, this is not going to happen. Like, you could feel it, and you're like, this isn't going to happen. He's not going to – and it, the, oh, the door opens, and it's like, oh, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. Hey, buddy. No. No, hey, buddy, shit. I'm going to kill every <laughs> single one of you motherfuckers.
0: <laughs> he <laughs> he like, kills younglings. Younglings. <laughs> like the, I, I remember that scene. It, look, I love, I love that movie. But Obi Wan standing there going, he killed younglings. Like, uh, uh. So, so that's the thing I was trying to get to is, in the first couple of movies, the first one written directed by George Lucas, edited and saved. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the video. It's called Saved in the Edit, but it's how George Lucas originally laid out Star Wars as a film. Oh shit! And oh, how no, they I they realized that? it didn't work. So uh-huh. what they did was they cut everything up and interspersed mm-hmm. it to make it a lot more interesting and to make it the, to, to build the tension. So if you take that and apply that to what we know about this, the prequel trilogy where he was in control, like you had, you, it was all George as opposed to empire strikes back, which was directed by uh, what's his name. Um, I can never remember his name. I know uh, Richard Marquant did return of the Jedi, but like you, there's a, 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 a coffee table book. I think it's the making of return of the Jedi. And they show story notes and of like, George Lucas and Gary Kurtz and Richard Marquant and somebody else sitting around a table, and George is reading through his list. And it was like, Luke is going to go to this cave, and it's a lava cave, and he confronts uh, the Emperor and Vader's there. And then Obi-Wan shows up, and they have a little bit of a fight with the ghost of Obi-Wan. And then they're sitting around going, no, that's going to take that away from what we're doing. It's going to be too distracting. Luke needs, Luke needs to stand on his own. And George is like, okay, I get that. And then they go back to the drawing board. Whereas... Whereas this, the the prequel trilogy, was all George and probably had Larry Kasdan or Lawrence Kasdan writing the actual script. So I think that's a difference. And that's like a lot of creative people where if you leave them to their own devices, they're probably going to get kind of out there and it's not all going to be great. And I I think think that was – yeah, go ahead.
2: I was going to say look at every Quentin Tarantino movie. (laughs) Like that's why it only made so many. He's he's fucking crazy. It's like, what? I don't understand any of these things.
1: (laughs) And then was uh, I can't remember. I think it was George Lucas's first wife that was the editor on the the three movies, too. And that was that
0: may have been missing from the prequels, too.
1: So she she wasn't. But I'm pretty sure she was like the editor on all three films.
0: Yeah, because they went through and if you guys remember not to get too nerdy, but um, they have the scenes on Tatooine. They have the scenes on the blockade runner. They have the scenes after that. All the scenes on tattooing i think were shot almost continuous or we're going to be shown continuously and then you're going to have the scene with the blockade runner and then like it just didn't work it was too long it was it was monotonous whereas you start with the blockade runner that's the first shot then you get going you cut to luke down on tattooing at some point and the droids moving around then Darth Vader's back up here in the star destroyer and they're talking to princess Leia. Like it's that back and forth that built the tension around it as opposed to just, it gets the old South park philosophy. I, I cite a lot is, um, the, this happened, but then this happens. Therefore this happens as opposed to this happens. Then this happens. Then this happens. Yeah, You have to have that tension in there. And she actually, to her credit was the editor that helped him figure that out. So she's kind of an unsung hero of, uh, of the original star Wars. So, to that point, maybe George didn't have the governor on him and nope. should have. And, all gas, no break. Yeah. There you go. Yeah,
2: <laughs> all gas, no break. Maybe George's. Like, fuck this. This is mine. I'm gonna ride this how I want to ride it. I don't care what nobody got to say about shit. And everybody's like, all right, cool, bro, go ahead. Like, and, and, there was and, no one there to put him in check, bro. There was no and, one there. and at that time,
1: the, the the current president of Lucasfilm was serving coffee and taking notes. Yeah, that's what she was. That's that was her job back then. She handed out coffee and took notes, and now See, she runs
0: Lucasfilm. That's hey, bro, what look. I've been trying to figure out for the longest time. Is people say that like she's she was a production assistant, she was a producer. Like, what movies did she really produce? And I don't mean arranging don't for craft much. services or getting people be- beverages. What movies did she have like a create not a creative but like. I pre- an actual
2: like yeah. you're calling these people. And you're saying no. This is who we need to get. This is what we need to do over here. Like no, I, I understand what you're saying. I, I get it. Um, yeah, I don't know, but it's just like anything else, man. Like you hear these stories about uh, the girl that worked at at McDonald's a- as a cashier when she was 16, and now she's the CEO of the Western Hemisphere of the United States of you know McDonald's. <laughs> <So> you're like <laughs> you're like how long did that take? Oh, only 35, 45 years, but. That's where it went to. So you never know, but sometimes it just takes longer or shorter. I don't maybe it's who you know. Uh, yeah. Well, she rode the backs of great uh men and
1: climbed away to the top. Now I don't think nothing like <laughs> actual, <laughs> But no, she did. Spielberg and Lucas. She pretty much rode their coattails to get where she is. There and can only but be one. now now you're seeing she has no fucking talent at all. Because she's been in control of Star Wars what, twelve years now? They, they they're they're in the hole. They're in the hole. They they can't they can't turn a profit if their life depends on it. Everything's closing up. They can't sell toys. The the uh, Galaxy's cruiser lasted a year. I mean, you were charging six thousand dollars a day. Uh, uh, I mean, they're they're failing hard. I mean, I, I don't see how honestly Disney as a whole, I don't see Disney going to have to do something in the next couple of years. They're going broke. Yeah, they they can't keep on losing money.
2: Marvel they, they can't keep on losing money, but they're also not gonna be they're not gonna go broke anytime soon, bro. Like do you, you you remember in 08 when all the banks went to shit because of all the mortgages they were handing out for pennies on the dollar? Like, ah, it's fine. It's fine. They'll make the money, they'll be fine. They'll pay us that 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 uh that adjustable rate mortgage. No problem. When and if not, up, the, the
0: bank, insurance company will back them. Yeah, okay, yeah,
2: we're no, everything will be fine. What happened? What did our government do? Bail them the fuck out. Those banks should have closed.
1: I think in the next couple of years, I, they, like uh Disney's going to start licensing stuff out, like Marvel stuff. Like people could just,
0: you know, lease them watch i don't i don't know they're really protective of their brands man i mean it's not from their own actions obviously but from from other people like disney you can't even go you won't go to any private daycare in your local neighborhood and see like mickey mouse on the walls because if they find out you get a cease and desist i mean it's to that point (laughs) absolutely so they're very they're very i should say controlling they're not protective because obviously if they were they wouldn't fuck around with luke skywalker and stuff like that but um they're, they're very controlling of their ip so I could see them licensing certain stuff but at the same time Bob Iger just came out was it Bob Iger and he said uh they're going to be more, con- uh, more more sequels more, and reboots or something like and that and more limited and more limited which John was saying he thinks means they're going to pull back on the amount of stuff they're putting out yep so I could see if they give Star Wars like they're doing the Rey movie they're going to do the um the Grogu Mandalorian movie but I could see them, like, where they were putting out content, like, between TV and between movies. They were putting stuff out, like, every maybe 18 months at some point. Yeah. I could see not, them backing even, off. Everything's just so
1: watered down. It's, like, enough already. And they I think over-saturated They oversaturated
2: the hit market. <coughs> they hit the market with, like you said, with, with so much stuff at once. Like, there was and always a movie wasn't... coming out, and then the fucking series that just drops 10 episodes. Which you're going to watch them two at a time.
1: But to be fair, nothing was actually that good. If it was good, it'd be different, but nothing was good. You know, there was never, like, in any of their shows, there's really not a, an established bad guy anymore. Or the bad guys, he's just misunderstood. They're
0: conflicted.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> He doesn't know how to feel. He was touched when he was young. You know, I mean, that's <laughs>
1: like with Obi-Wan, with the chick Reby. Why didn't, dude, I think you and me talked about that, or maybe it was uh, Jeff, when Jeff was on. He, Obi-Wan should have cut a fucking head off. She knows about and I mean uh yeah, Luke and Leia. Cut that bitch's head off. Don't let it live.
0: <laughs> that's a, that's a that's why a powerful why secret. do you
1: keep the this chick's trying to kill y'all?
0: Yeah, it doesn't it even matter if she's not gonna tell someone if we know now they can do a Jedi mind fucking erasure from the new yeah. movies.
1: Oh, they can my uh Jedi heal too now. It's like what the <laughs> like Maybe.
0: what is it like, dude? I wanna see I'm I'm sick of seeing people get like and this happened in the Scream movie, too, so it's not just Star Wars. It, it, was there some medical phenomenon discovered where people get get, like, stabbed and gutted and just live? Because I've seen it in movies recently where, like, people are, like, stabbed in the stomach and they're down. And then it's, like, h- hobbling along. And then they're on a gurney. And, oh, no, we're, we're going to be good. They're just going to, like, put some robotussin on it, like Chris Rock would say. But, like <laughs> <Robitussin>. <laughs> Get the Tussin in it. Um be looking like
1: something out of the beach on Private Ryan. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm
0: fine. I'm okay. you need to do Just, with his it, guts just back
2: it? put his small intestine back in. It's just slipping around like a fucking. It's just hot a sausage. flesh wound. hang in there, Private wound? Mellish.
0: Hang in there, private, <laughs> private Mellish. That's just your lower bo- uh, bowels. It'll be fine. Get a stapler. Someone get the stapler. It's a Milton. scratch.
2: <laughs> got yeah, no it,
0: leg. It's a scratch.
2: It's like
1: it's like everything got dumbed down. Like it go go back into the Star Wars shows. The stormtroopers, they need to go back to stormtrooper school because they cannot shoot for shit. It's like they them. shoot like three of them are shooting, they all just missing, and the dude's standing right in front of them.
2: Uh, it was it's like, funny. Oh, come I, on, I seen a meme about that exact one the other day. It was so damn funny. I was lose, I lost my shit. It was just a picture of all the stormtroopers just sitting there, all in their. Nice white, you know, suits just sitting there all – and they all had paintball guns. And they said uh, – and <laughs> you know, like, on the top of it said Stormtrooper paintball, annual paintball Fun or gala or some and shit. And, just, the and, and there was no – they were just all clean. They were all clean. <laughs> Everybody was good. Like, they, they, are you sure you guys didn't start? You guys, did, you guys already did this? Oh, okay, cool. All right, this is, this is what we're doing. Well, everything
1: – it's like – I think another thing in Hollywood, especially with like superhero movies or anyone that has like to wear a costume, they don't want to be covered anymore. They don't want to play the character to the T anymore. Boba, F- well, I wouldn't blame that one on your boy, play Boba Fett, but they ruined Boba Fett. Boba Fett should never taken his helmet off. That was the whole mystique of him. The Snake Eyes movie, the Snake Eyes, and they they completely screwed that character. Aww. They took his helmet off. You weren't you were never supposed to see his face. Then he wasn't even Asian, he was a white guy. That was the whole feud between him and Storm Shadow because he was an American and he was Asian when they were kids. That's why they had a damn friggin' uh, 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 a duel, whatever, uh, whatever. What else? Halo, the Halo show. I won't watch the Halo show because they took it. his helmet off. That's never, the I whole did. mystique. You took the whole mystique <sighs> of the character away.
2: No, no, the best thing to do for stuff like that is to do it when it's like the final of. Like, it's the final season of Halo, and at the final episode of Halo, you see Master Chief. You're like, oh, shit. That's what he looks like? You know? Yeah. No. <laughs> no.
1: He don't look like that. That's their Halo. No. Master Chief has no face. He just has a voice.
0: He's, he's just a helmet. That's it. He's, he's like Dr. Helmet. Claw. It's like Dr. Claw from Inspector Gadget. Oh, he's my no God. Face.
2: Dr. Claw with that fucking cat.
0: <laughs> Next time, Gadget. Uh,
2: <laughs> you do that. Oh, my God. That voice. Oh, that's uh, that's. Oh, that's such uh so warm in my heart. That felt so good. Uh, I forgot. I loved the Inspector Gadget, bro. He was one of my favorite ones from back in the day, bro. Low key, one of the best cartoons, man. Low key. Poor like, brain. Brain. <laughs> brain would always like, get blown up and shit. Yeah, someone has gotta get blown up, bro.
0: Yeah. And you guys mentioned unmasking, like, like you said, man, Maximus, it can be it can be impactful, like in Mandalorian when he takes his helmet off finally like Bill Burr's character won't let it like after fucking with him for like a whole couple episodes he goes to take his helmet off because it was the right thing to do Bill Burr makes him take it off and outs himself that was big and then when he finally does take it off after teasing it it's so Grogu can see his face because that's his fucking kid and it's like fuck well you know, they
1: started with the droid uh the 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 the, the medical droid first that's where it started from when they, it is like, when he's like, no one can see my face. He's like, well, I'm not human. So, and that's when they took his helmet off the first time. And I think they could have did it like tastefully, just like when he takes it off, they just like the camera the back of his head where you don't actually see his face. Like they no. did, I think in one scene where he was eating, but all you're seeing was him put down the helmet and the yeah. food going up to his uh, <laughs> face. And that was it. And yeah, I think, I think that was Pedro Pascal. They got to let people's face. They got to let people see their face.
2: Well, you want to be a star? You know? Like, you want to be a star? Like, Ray Mysterio took off his mask. When Ray Mysterio took off his mask, other than it coming off on accident from times before, which I've seen, and I was like, oh, no. And like It's almost one of those things where I, I even, almost myself, didn't want to, like, watch. Yeah, because it, I was like, away- I got- it takes away the mystique of the character. And you love that. And, then we, and we've we talked about this because of how social media is. There is no more mystique. KFAB is gone. It's... K-fane. There is no more... Or whatever. KFab, whatever you know. I know I was, you know, I, I, you know, I, always, you know, I like to say it like that. Leave that sounds like, it.
1: like a new app or something.
2: KFab. <laughs> that's what it K-fab. sounded like to me. Um But th- because they all have Instagrams, and you could see all their brand. You know, you can go get their T-shirts on their on their website from their link or or their OnlyFans if they got one now. Because that's just what everybody got. There's there's no more there's no more behind the scenes. Behind the
1: scenes is the front. <laughs> well, yeah, you're right, and that's what t- I think. That's. I think not having kayfabe in wrestling now hurts it big time. People don't read really, you. Everybody wants to know what was behind the curtain. Well, now you know the magic's gone. You can't put the genie back in the bottle now. And even though wrestlers don't even try anymore, even they don't even pretend to try anymore.
2: Oh, why? Why should they? It's
1: like I'm gonna go beat Roman's ass tonight. Uh, like on Twitter,
2: you see him and Roman having a drink.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, later on, getting cocktails. <laughs> yeah, flat ruin that. That's how it is, bro. That's how, that's how it be, bro. It's all about brand. Brand <laughs> management and, and, you know, your your, your brand. And they, they teach you brand now and everything that you do. Look, we talk about it with everything. College sports, all the NIL stuff. They've been doing it forever. It's just now they're only now just getting really paid for it, like legally paid for it. So all the money, like, seems astronomical when, honestly, they've been doing that shit in basketball for and football for years. There's always been bag men. Only thing is now is that everybody has a bag man instead of just, you know, the star players. Now the offensive second string lineman can actually get a camp that he can go do back in his little Dunk, you know, hometown in Mississippi and make three hundred dollars because he showed some little fat kids how to block. Yes, but that's that's the good part of it. But the other part of it was always there. It was always there anyway. It was like, ah, this guy's getting a a million dollars. That's nothing. Or You shouldn't be a million. It cost me a million to get his phone number,
0: (laughs) (laughs) to get his contact info. (laughs) There was always kids getting recruited and people getting cars and someone's mom getting a house and shit. It always happened. Um, And we would hear about it. When I I played football in high school, like you would hear certain shit going on. Um, And then if a kid, you know, was a star player and he had – scouts coming to see him and they went to dinner with someone and then all of a sudden they became ineligible because they did something bad Oh, i guess you don't get those perks anymore and i guess you get to go to detention now and i guess you get suspended i mean even on a low level that shit was happening and then you find out about the college stuff going on and you know it's it's hilarious so whenever people like get all in their feelings and clutch their pearls about like college sports and athletes accepting bribes or getting recruited to me i'm like really that's that's you don't think that's happening like like what world what pretend world and maybe it's better, and this is how most people get through their day, but, like, what pretend world do you live in? Like, where this bad shit doesn't happen, and that, like, everyone's on the up and up and great? It's like, no, have you not turned on the news? Have you not read a fucking inquire, not even inquire anymore? Like, have you not read the USA Today? It's everywhere. But, you, you know, was- yeah, open go up ahead, your go Facebook go.
2: app. Just look at your Facebook app. Just scroll, and you'll see all the all the shit that happens everywhere all the time. But, no, you it's... It's, it's funny. It's, it's I'm sorry. Ahead, like that. No, it's great for people like you said to be naive, to be naive and be like, "Oh, everything's hunky dory."
1: Well, it's funny that Brian brought that up about you know people getting up all type about the bribes and everything, but now they they got what they wanted and now they're in a the worse fucking position now with the nil. Because now these players are getting millions of fucking dollars, and they, they're transferring. It's become the NFL. Now they're in a fucking worse situation. They should have just said, fuck it. If they get, everybody gets a bribe here and that, Let it go. Yeah. But now they're in a worse fucking situation hey, in
2: Pandora's box, bro. Look, hey, one of the greatest selling games of all time is NCAA football. Like, that game? the story mode where you can recruit and this and that, and you're the, the coach of the team. Like, those games were awesome. They made so much money off of that and then got sued because of the fact they were using real players' names. And then it was like, oh, we didn't have I to pay them. I thought it was them. just their likeness. I didn't think they was, used their names. Yeah, both. That's why it's called name, image, and likeness. That's why it's and, called NIL. And, and, and
1: with <laughs> that situation, that could have been easy to deal with. You just pay every player who's going to be in the game a $1,000 check.
2: Yeah. yeah, but they would they, they would have all had to agree on that. And how, but I'm yeah. just
1: saying, that would have been a lot better than what it is now. Now players are getting paid to go to certain colleges.
2: Nah, it's, it's, it's always been like that anyway. It's just now I'm around the open. It's, thats It's like legal gambling. I don't see what's wrong with it. You want to spend your money, go spend your money. Like, you want to go be a booster for whatever school you want to participate from. Like, we're all tech. If you like any sort of team of anything and you've ever bought any of their merchandise, you're technically a booster. But then there's other boosters that are like, no, I have a car dealership, and I'm going to have this guy <laughs> sign a contract for this next year. that he's going to be a spokesperson for my car dealership. And I'm going to give him one of my caddies, and he's going to drive that bitch around. And he's uh, 19 years old, and he's got a, a $75,000 Cadillac. All paid for. Don't worry about it. Just look pretty in it, and make sure you do it good on Saturday. Money Don't turns die.
1: everything into <laughs> shit. Yeah.
2: Well, we've so, we've so already talked about that. You see, Vince McMahon at one point, I bet you, was a nice guy, was a great guy, uh, and then he got more.
0: Uh, <laughs> sorry, guys.
2: <laughs> sorry, I tried. I tried.
0: You're trying, man.
2: I
1: tried. I, I like, I'm the up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, like I. We joke around because John is like Larry David. He's our Larry David. Yeah, he is. But I th- every time I watch Curb, like I think of a new instance where I become a little more Larry every day. So, like, I'm sorry, I, I will not say that's not true that Vince was never a nice guy. However, um, as Howard Finkel would say, I don't buy it. I don't buy. it. I think that guy was always fucking crazy. It was
2: always there. He was always that little evil fucking kid. Just- oh, I think so.
0: I think he was corrupted. I don't think as a little kid he woke up and was like, hey, I'm gonna go fuck with someone today. No, oh, no, I'm but pretty sure
2: he I, he learned that behavior. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's that's it's how it always is. <laughs> all the all the evil all the evil guys always have a, a, a an origin story, you know? That one <laughs> night when he when he went to the basement and just saw something he shouldn't have saw. It changed his life forever. It's like butterfly effect. You ever seen butterfly effect, Brian?
0: Familiar with it, I don't think I've ever actually seen it.
2: God damn it, why has nobody seen this fucking movie? It's driving me crazy. Dirk you know has seen it. Fatty has seen Ashton it. Because it had Ashton
0: Kutcher. Because it had Ashton Kutcher in it when everyone thought he was annoying from fucking 70s show, and no one went to go see the movie, whether it was I good th- or not.
2: The fuck, man! That movie, man. I hate this. I hate this.
0: such. <laughs> it's actually, a, it's actually a really
2: good movie. And if you can get or find the DVD extended cut or like our alternate cut, the alternate ending is way worse than what the regular ending was that you actually got to see. The alternate ending was really fucked up. Like, I've... When I saw it, I was like, what? I'm like, no, nah, I didn't like that one. That one made it, like, even more of a dark movie than it already was, because every time, basically, he goes back in time, and actual, really just going back to his actual timeline of him as a kid, wherever he was, and at this pivotal moment, and he would just change it, and then he would make a decision instead of making it the one way he did, or how I remembered he would make it into a different decision, but then of course he'd snap back into what our reality is, and those changes obviously the butterfly effect the ripple were so different, and you're just like shit, like nothing is like how he wanted it to be because he thought he changed something for the good and he actually didn't. But the last version of him doing it in the first movie, I don't, I'm not gonna, I don't want to spoil it, um, but it's bad. It's like wow to do what you've and to see. To see everything that you've done and then to erase it all is like, wow, okay. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's a good movie. Fuck, man. I hate that nobody likes this movie, man. Nobody's seen it. Nothing. Can't talk to anybody about this movie. Well, sucks, hey, look,
1: hey, look. I'm going to make Brian fall out of his chair. Everybody's shocked when I tell them I have never seen Pulp Fiction.
0: Oh, my God. this hmm. <laughs> hey, I don't man, think hey. I've ever seen Reservoir Dogs all the way through, so I get it. I, what?
1: Oh, I hate Look, both Brian. Of you right okay. now. Okay,
0: <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell you
1: why, Brian. There's a reason behind. Uh, I, okay, maybe when it, I'm talking about when it first came out. Okay, it's my, on me because I never watched it probably 2000 on. But like when it first came out, I was in my like 18, 19 year old years, don't partying, drugs. Going to see a movie or watching a movie was the last thing I was worried about, you know? Maybe I could have watched it later on down the road, but it wasn't on my priority list by that point, you know? And that's why I've never watched it. I just never had time. I've seen clips, but I've never watched the whole thing. Oh, I have seen that.
0: Yeah.
2: I've, I've, seen, I've seen almost every Quentin Tarantino movie. I've always liked his movies. Natural Born Killer is one of my favorite movies of all that's time. That's Otlo Stone. Is it? Yep. I don't know why I always think that's Quentin.
1: Maybe the yeah, that's of Stone. Stone. I was an Oliver Stone fan. I like I like the doors, even the movie, even though the movie's completely fucking false,
0: but the movie's oh, pretty yeah. good. That's good. That's a good movie. Um Val Kilmer, right? Is, oh um, yeah. Morrison. He And he, and he, he sang. That was songs. the yeah. best
2: part, man. It's like that was his voice. It's like, holy shit. It's like, all right.
0: Dude, like, we were just talking like two weeks ago about on uh, Spitball Media about the movie Tombstone. Like we went through our nineties. One of my all, like, all time under- favorites. Oh,
2: that's such a yeah. great movie.
0: Like underrated gems. And what's funny is everyone I talk to, especially dudes, but everyone I talk to loves that fucking movie. I almost put it on my list, but I figured, oh, this movie was probably really successful. John Draper, our, our co-host, puts it on his list. and We look up the box office. That movie bombed. Yep. Mm-hmm. So like I, I was super surprised by that because it, and, uh, Shah's never seen it. Surprise, surprise. But we showed him some clips after we got done recording and like just the doc holiday clips and, Oh yeah. my God. Val Kilmer's, I don't want to say underrated or low key, but one of the low key character actors of that generation, man. Oh, he was
2: always great. Did you know that um, actual Marines and Airborne Rangers <clears throat> watched the clip of him and Heat and the bank robbery with him and De Niro when they're leaving? And Val Kilmer's shooting and covering and ducking and, and ejecting the mag, putting the new mag in, boom, boom, and, then, and just doing all that. He said that that is the most technically perfect scene he's ever seen he's like that is how you fire that weapon wow. that is how you handle that scene that is how you do it and i'm like holy shit i'm like and i love val kilmer i've always loved him i like this batman i've liked him in anything that he's ever been in i think what was it uh what the hell was that science movie back in the 80s real he genius said, real genius that movie I, I loved him in that like i've loved him in everything he's Iceman. are you fucking kidding me He's Iceman. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's like
0: what's wrong maverick Jesus. well you know who else he, did that with the guns Right there on Fatty's arcade machine.
2: Oh, yeah. Schwarzenegger.
0: Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. When they brought him in to use the guns, he he wanted to go through actual training on how to use them, so he would look like a technically proficient um, you know, machine, essentially. So... Kudos to those guys who like think to that next level because. Oh yeah, I don't I've think seen, I would.
2: Have you ever seen the videos of, of uh, Keanu Reeves running? I was about to the, say him. The yeah. Obstacle courses, the, the 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 firearm training obstacle courses. No. Oh yeah. Oh, he's sick. He is, he is sick. He is. Oh my god! It's like you are, and he's done so much stuff between the Matrix and all the John Wick movies that he's. He, I would not want to fight him. Like he is a person that I'm pretty sure that training that doesn't go away. That is. That, that's not that's not, that's even more than not like riding on a bike like you know oh, just riding a bike no no this is this is much more than that this is i could kill you with my hands <laughs> like if you really wanted to nicest guy in the world though like he looks like the most normal dude just kind of just like no
1: that's alec baldwin he'll kill you
2: <laughs> <laughs> jesus no. christ
0: but he never came off as the most nice dude in the world he always seemed no. like he had <laughs> a stick up his ass yeah. I and
1: know. i liked him in the younger years too he had good movies i was a fan of the shadow
0: not a lot of people like that movie. I like the Shadow. And I always forget he was Adam Maitland in Beetlejuice, which is one of my yeah. favorites of all time. Oh yeah, that's right, he was in that. Yeah. That's I didn't think Beetlejuice 2 was gonna happen because Jeff Jones has his issues. Um, there's other people Glenn Shaddix is dead. Um Alec Baldwin, obviously his issues, but they found a way to do it without him. So
1: all you need them, all you need was uh Winona and uh, Michael, Michael Keat. Yeah,
0: that's all you needed.
1: You didn't need anyone else. Cause I'm hoping they do it. Uh, I don't know if you were a fan of. I uh, wasn't a fan, but like how the the cartoon back in the '90s. Oh yeah, I yeah. hope they make their relationship like that. Cause I think it'd be fun where they're like friends. I, I don't I, want it to be him against her, you know. I, and I don't think it's going to be that. I have this feeling.
0: It didn't it's not look like that. that. If,
2: if we go back to the original, and <laughs> it kind of looked like they were, you know, working together. Like you know.
0: Was- um. They started that, and then he tried to marry her, and she was like 15. So well, yeah, that, that yeah. took a turn. Yeah,
2: I, I, it I hope it's part.
1: where they got it. He needs – or she needs him to do something for her. I, don't, I, don't, I, I think it would be more better because I, I think it would be more fun if it, it's more like structured like the cartoon was. If it's like a buddy cop movie, Beetlejuice yeah. buddy cop. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought the cartoon did a good job with that, with Lydia and Beetlejuice. And I mean, I wasn't. I was in my teens by that. Like Charlie's but- Angels. Oh,
0: good. I'm. I'm. I'm Char- excited. Charlie's- I'm curious. Charlie's Angels. Beetlejuice's. Char- Beetlejuice's Angels or <laughs> Beetlejuice's Bats. What it would it be? <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: Oh my God. Beetlejuice uh,
0: recruits an entire team of like hot goth chicks to fight crime. He's on the other side of the phone. He's Bosley. They buzz him in. <laughs> hey girls, gotta go. Gotta go South China Chinatown. Some action going down. Next it's
1: thing funny. you know, the Ghostbusters kicked the door down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, the I know, do you expect the next crossover? <laughs>
1: it's film Noir. See, that's that's actually the big bad in uh, uh, Frozen Empire. Y'all don't know it yet. It's going to be Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, you know no. what they're going to do? They're going to come back and they bring Slammer back. Ah, they did bring Slimer back in this one. But I it, thought it was
0: a different character.
1: No, no, no. In this one, no. Slimer is back. Okay. Yeah, but it—how's he gonna be? Is he gonna be like a, just a ghost, or is he gonna be like Slimer from the real Ghostbusters cartoon, like way he was that mm. friend?
0: Hmm. Dude, if they don't put out a line of Ecto Cooler, I'm gonna be really pissed. I see. <laughs> I see. <laughs> in the big, in the big can, and you gotta buy the can opener to open it. I remember that shit.
1: No shit. I had back in the day, they used to sell these little containers of slime, and it was go- real Ghostbusters, this, that gooey shit kids like to play with. But I had one canister for 10, no, about 14 years, and it was still good. All I would do is add a little water in it every oh, yeah. couple That's months, it. and it's it stayed, but out, it yeah. stayed I, 14 years from like, I think it was 86, 87. I had it. No shit and eventually once you know i got with my wife, i threw it away that shit that, that shit probably man. be worth money right <laughs> like yeah, dude it, this is slime yeah. from 1987
2: if, if you didn't keep it if you didn't keep it like in a fresh seal container or, or making sure you're checking on it periodically that thing is just a, a solid little red or a solid little green ball that's all it, it is it was purple oh it was purple
1: and it was in the the original container the real ghostbusters container
2: you, you know you, you needed to have one that you never opened
1: Back in the day, I remember they used to sell that shit in the twenty-five cent gumball machines.
2: Oh
0: my god! You go
1: home, your mom would want to fucking kill you. You get I that remember. shit in
0: the carpet. Yeah, the carpet. Oh, I was, sh- was gonna say, get it in the that old uh, shed <laughs> carpet. Shag carpet from so the much hair. 80s. Yeah, so
2: much hair would be on it. Oh my god, there was so much hair.
0: We were the generation of lawn darts. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> See, I came. See, I'm a couple years younger than you guys. How old are you, uh, Max?
2: Uh, I just turned forty-seven a week ago today.
0: Okay, so I'm about 10 years younger than both of you guys because Fatty, you're about his age, right? I'm um, the same yeah. age. <laughs> okay. He's so a month I'm, I'm, older than
2: me.
0: I'm almost exactly 10 years younger than you guys, but my dad had a box in the uh, garage and he'd break Uh-oh. out every once in a while, and they were jarts, man. And they, my, my parents didn't drink a lot when I was a kid. They drink more now. But ha- having gone through three boys, I can understand why. They, um, <laughs> They would break out the lawn darts when the neighbors would come over, and I just thought that was normal. And now here we are. 20, yeah. 25 years, 30 years later, and everyone's like, oh my God, can you believe they played with these? St-?
1: Yeah. yeah. You probably find them on eBay, like people make them and shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He he find them.
2: One stellar. He's you got
1: to go on the dark
0: web to get lawn on.
2: <laughs> 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 it only takes Bitcoin.
1: Go, go meet a guy behind a building in the alley. You got him.
0: <laughs> opens up the copes. Hey, they're all lined well, up. are illegal,
1: man. You know you Blue and
2: red. Blue and red, hang I got them all. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's do this. Oh, shit. God. Yeah, lawn darts were fuck. We had a lot of dangerous fucking stuff, a lot of dangerous. Stuff. I remember when slingshots was like no big deal. It's like ah, just,
1: just go they throw them on the toy aisle at like yeah. K and B uh, and the, the the drug stores.
2: I used to get them the little Woolworths. plastic ones. They were about that big at Woolworths. I used to get the fucking little rocket one. It was like ten bucks back in the day. The wrist like, rocket with, the, yeah, uh, the, wrist with the with the support. The fucking, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! I'm like Jesus Christ! I'm like I could kill someone with this, and I would just be playing <laughs> in the backyard. See if I can get a squirrel. Now I'm like. I look back at myself. I'm like, God damn it. You were trying to kill squirrels. What the fuck's wrong with you? Like, now I'm trying to avoid them, you know, with my, you know, 2,500-pound machine that's driving 45 miles down the street, and I'm trying to avoid them now. Oh, shit.
1: Well, in the 80s, when you go to a toy store, they had that one aisle on both sides dedicated to toy guns. It was like in the Matrix 1s when they loaded the guns program. and Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was like that. You're like... Holy shit! The big Gatling guns, anything you can imagine. It's like, now, can't even find one.
2: Oh, and the crazy shit, how real... of pistols, maybe. At like, most. just the BB guns. Like, I remember my dad had a three fifty seven revolver <laughs> BB gun that literally looked like a BB, had had everything, but all it was was just you took one little piece over here on the side and just opened it up, and that's where you put the BBs in. And you could load six at a time. But it looked like it had the chambers in it, except there. Were, if you looked at it close enough, you'd be like, oh, it's all solid. There's no actual chamber. So you're like, oh, that's a BB gun. But you would look at it, I flash it at you, you'd be like, oh, shit. Like, that's a big fucking gun he's got. Well,
1: I mean, when we were buying – I mean, at first, I mean, we were around before they started putting the uh, orange tips on them. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And then everything started being, And everybody just take the spray paint and just paint it over.
0: Mm-hmm. No and see, care. that's – I was the generation after that. Like, I had older cousins and my older brothers. So, I always say I had uh, hand-me-down 80s and I grew up in the 90s. Yeah. Because – and plus, living – you could probably attest to this, Maximus – living in the Midwest – Culturally, we're like five, six years behind the coastal cities anyway, so we still had that shit in stores out there. Oh, yeah. But um, like my generation was where they started taking that shit away, and I was just going to... I was just, Oh, the Ninja Turtle toys. They used to sell like ninja stars. Can't call them Chinese stars, I guess, anymore. That's not right, right. but um, they'd sell ninja stars with some of them, and then they had to recall them because they said kids would swallow them, and they'd put some other stupid toy in it, and then... Oh, and then they wouldn't sell nunchucks. Yep. which is why you don't see uh, Michelangelo in the second movie really uses nunchucks because yep. they were afraid kids were going to hit each other with them and get hurt and shit. Like because
2: people don't realize how fucking hard and heavy.
0: But, real to, be fair, but we to be fair, but to be fair, we yeah. did get hit with nunchucks, but yeah. yet we lived to see another day with, you with nunchucks
2: almost. You did. I'm fingers. sure there
0: was a kid somewhere that didn't. I mean, that's that's what happened.
2: Almost cutting our fingers off with uh with uh with uh, Well, with, bro- wait, hold
1: on. I got to got I got to I got to reply to that. Well, Brian, you see, back in our day, you know, you lost some, you know, you win some, you <laughs> lost some, you know. Darwinism, you bro. know, we tried this to take, the, is, we tried to grab the fallen man, but you, sometimes people are left behind, man. Look, bro, you I know, have we... almost <laughs> lost a
2: finger several times to using a butterfly knife. Okay, like I want to be cool and I'm gonna flip this knife around and yeah, and it's like, ah, <laughs> drop it on the floor, stabs the ground, almost goes through his fucking shoe. Oh, Jesus, let me put that away now. You know, and it's like, man, but this is cool. I've seen it on the movies when he, he pulls up the knife, he's like, yeah, I'll <laughs> stab you
1: with it, bro. See, we were the generations where we hit the bike, a bike ramp, and other kids would be under the ramp, and we yep. jump over them. Say, jump, we were, jump. we were crazy,
2: bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we this lost is, our fucking mind, you know. We didn't need physics and geometry and algebra. No, we're just gonna build a ramp, bro. We're gonna build it, like put it at like this angle, like this. What degree is that? I don't fucking know. This is the degree. It's this degree. This this degree this the degree because then we we draw it on a piece of paper like and then yeah we'd be able to jump yeah because yeah, structurally a... it
1: may not have been good
2: but it oh, got the no, job done <laughs> the nails are half in they're not even all the way in because we're twelve years old trying to actually hammer something for real and it doesn't work out that well it's like half the time they broke and like somebody would get hurt most of, most of the scars that I have on my body are probably from playing football in the street or riding my bike in the street or jumping off of ramps. Or, or, yeah yeah like I think I have one underneath my mustache where I was riding my bike and I was doing wheelies and shit, and sipping in and out of the fucking traffic and, ah and my tire and I turned hit the manhole cover where the actual hole is where they stick the thing in to pull it up. My yeah. tire caught that at the perfect angle my steering my, my handlebars went sideways. I went straight head over fist or head over or head over foot foot and just went straight down on the ground landed on my face. Oh, fuck I man. got run over by a cop car. What on my bike?
1: I was going into the gas station to go to the, uh, Shell, and the cop came in the other way, and he's speeding in, and he he just boom into me, and my front my front tire and my handlebars went under the front tire. <laughs> like,
0: oh my god! You'd be a millionaire if that happened
1: today. Holy oh shit! I was I was twelve, and I got up and like I'm okay, I'm okay. Exactly. All my shit fucked Jesus. up, but I just carried my bike home. Like, oh, what can I do? He's a cop. <laughs> yeah, exactly And the cops just like Just saw his fucking career Gary as as The I, shell yeah. The shell at Clearview In West Metairie
2: Oh shit really That
1: was before it be, The big store It was one of yeah. those little Middle stores Back in the day You know the yeah, little yeah, store yeah. I know exactly yeah, what you're talking about Yeah that, that shell That's what it happened
2: That's funny bro That shell's still there <laughs> Oh my I can see it how it happened too I can see
1: Yeah I was coming <laughs> from that back street And he came in Yeah from in Fox off of and all that sh- Yeah
2: and Boom Jesus Christ I'm like I'm, I'm talking about How I fell on my bike And busted my face open He's like I got hit by a cop car
0: <laughs> No I no, got run hit, over, run by over. A cop car. Yeah there you go Run over <laughs> the bike, Jesus the, tie,
2: uh, the bike Well the
1: tire uh, Went over the bike uh, Wheel And sorry. it bent my handlebars Oh my god
2: We've learned some crazy things About Fatty 316 <laughs> Oh The last couple months bro Oh my goodness
0: Every time he's driving And a cop car Comes down the street He has a flashback he
2: Freaks out Like it's a little nervous, tick. <laughs> like, what the Jesus fuck? Jesus Christ. Woo! Every time he gets pulled over, it's like, oh no, not again.
0: Not I got it. It's wild, though, like telling my kids about the shit we used to do. Because, like, obviously, we had video games and toys and stuff. But then they'll say, what did you guys do during the summer? And my kids will be like, you know, in the house and stuff. And I'm like, no, we didn't have inside. Like, we were inside in the morning and then afternoon, go outside, mm-hmm. do something. And, like,. When I got into high school, I had a buddy who had a trampoline next to a shed, like a a small garage. And we discovered we could climb up on the garage and jump (laughs) out of the trampoline. I was
2: going to (laughs) say. Shit like that. And and there was no safety gate around the fucking trampoline. No. no trampoline. Springs exposed. Let's do it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, who needs the blue pad around the outside? No, that's fucked up.
2: I didn't know there was blue pad. When I saw blue pads, I was like, what is that? I'm like, I thought the trampoline was all trampoline and then springs on the end. And then just a metal bar that was a circle that the springs were attached to. That's it. There was no fucking, what? Padding. Now they got nets. and It's like safety. I'm like, what? They got stairs. You got stairs? You could just jump up on the trampoline? You got to have stairs?
1: Like, oh. oh, I told Gary these stories. We, we were backyard wrestling before there was ever backyard wrestling. Yep. We yep. did it all. We had Royal Rumbles where we threw motherfuckers out the house or the window. That was the ring. The front room, and they had windows, the window? And they had, well, the windows were low to the ground. They were like this far off the ground. I'm the thinking second door.
0: story, like you chuck somebody out and this no, but mad. we did have He's broken okay. arms and
1: all kinds of shit. But it was like you lived to fight another day. I had
2: Broken fingers. <laughs> that was the biggest one. Like in my neighborhood, was always the fingers. The fingers getting smashed or gnarled or just like nobody's had straight fingers anymore. And it was just like, what happened? Like I fell. What were you doing? Something stupid, more than likely. Like, I'm pretty sure. We used to fight just to fight. Like, let's fight. Okay, let's let's. We would go to somebody's backyard and just, two guys, just fight. Let's just fight, and we'd see what would happen. And then, you know, that, that, that didn't work out for very long. That, that was a very <laughs> once-in-a-while kind of thing. But, uh, just because we were bored. But yeah, I remember not, like, I've told my daughter before that, like, you don't even you don't even understand like the technology that you guys have is so much like I can understand why you guys want to stay inside not interact. That's like we didn't, we our technology was not that no it was very primitive and and, and it only had certain capabilities like I couldn't talk to my friend. We didn't have the internet. What the hell is right. the, internet? the internet? So what, like y'all like do, what y'all do before the internet? Go outside. And the do close, the Drink beer and smoke even cigarettes. Knew, <laughs> Wait, the closest thing we even knew about
1: the internet was weird science when he put the phone on the thing. That was the closest thing we even knew about that shit. I
2: could make a woman out of a Barbie doll?
1: Like nah, I'm not going to lie and say it, it didn't cross
0: my mind.
2: Bro, I, I think stuff.
0: every guy that watched that was like, oh, fuck. Especially if it was Kelly LeBrock. <laughs> See, I didn't appreciate her till I got older. When I was young, well, plus, they had the Weird Science TV show on USA a couple years after that, and the, the chick they used on there was smoking hot. That was and up. then I and watched Kelly angel. Le... What's that?
1: Yeah, and that's the Angel.
0: Yes. So yeah. I thought she King was hot, ben. and then I – what was that? King- oh, yeah, that's Kingpin. right. She is in Kingpin. She
1: was also in the 80s movie. I don't know if you've seen it, Spies Like Us.
0: Yep. She, yeah. she
1: was the Russian, pretty Russian chick that got down to a bra and panties in the snow. That was uh,
0: her, too. God, yeah, I had a crush on her. And then I saw Kelly LeBrock, and it's like, okay, yeah, she's attractive. I didn't really appreciate that until I got older. She is just dropped that gorgeous. But, like, about the technology thing, man, we we used to go out, my buddy's, uh, this is when Montel, Montel, um, Williams and Jerry Springer were, were really getting popular in the mid-90s. We would line up like folding chairs or lawn chairs in my buddy's yard next to his house. And someone would be the host. And then someone would have their dad's camera. And we'd videotape us doing mock like Jerry Springer fights. And oh, we just geez. ad-lib everything. <laughs> we'd ad-lib, yeah, we'd ad-lib it. it. It's like, all right, who are you? Oh, I'm I'm a gay Klansman. Okay, who are you? I'm a, I don't know, uh, limping something or other. Who are you? I'm this. And then we'd sit down and we'd just riff. And then like it would always wind up in this wild brawl or throwing chairs and running around the house and shit. Like, like that's the extent of t- technology I had. But then I think AOL came online in '95, and I was maybe eleven, ten. So I got the best of both, man. I got the best of both. I'm a day walker.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: we all were at that time. Hell, I was I was a night walk and a day walk. I could be up what twenty four hours, forty hours straight. And I can't oh, do that yeah. shit no more.
2: No, get fuck out of here, bro. The funny part is I don't. I, I go to bed every night still around midnight. Like, I don't know why. And I wake up at 6 o'clock, 6.30. Not me. Like,
1: That's why y'all like, never see me on live chat Brian, on uh, Thursdays. I'm in bed by 8.45 usually. Well, you, you guys get
0: up early, though, don't you? I
2: do. He gets up, like, really early. Like, I don't leave the house oh. at, like, 7, 7.30. Like, I'm not trying to get up that early. Like, my job will still be there. Like, I don't got to be out there before the sun. We're good. Like, I'm good with the sun. We're friends. Like I'll see him when he's out there for a little while.
1: I appreciate every minute of my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, I, I appreciate
2: mine too. You're while you're asleep at eight forty five, I'm still watching a show. <laughs> Why, well, yeah, man? Like, go ahead, bro. No,
0: go it's, ahead, buddy. It's your show, it's, man. It's almost no, past, was, past. It's almost. Oh, I say? Right yeah, now. no, no. I'm up late while, uh, listening to Spitball Media. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, no, I'm a night owl too, man, and I got to get up sometimes, not as early as you, Fatty, but. You know, be into the office a little bit early, and it's tough because like my normal clock is I probably wrap up between midnight and two most nights, and then I'm up by like seven, seven thirty, and I just I know it's going to catch up with me someday. But uh I usually get about five hours of sleep. And how,
2: how old are the little ones?
0: Uh Six and eleven.
2: Yeah, yeah. You you got a few more years, you will be all right. Yeah, and be, but that's what it is. They'll they'll be completely self sufficient in like a year or two. Like, yeah, be <laughs> but, and
0: that's what that's exactly what it is, though. It's because, like, I'll come home from work between five and seven, depending on the night and then I'm with them and then they go to bed around nine o'clock and then I'm like, all right, now time to get to work. And that's yep. when I record something when I'm not working or yep. jump on and edit some stuff for the show. Like and then that and I'm done with that, like especially if I'm working, like if I got to like bring work home with me and work on it at night, if I finish up at like 11 or midnight, well, now I got to like defrag and watch a movie or curb yep. or or but I've been I, playing I, my son's I, Breath of the Wild lately. You got to do something, you know?
2: I, I, I usually end up playing uh, Call of Duty. I just jump on there for a couple hours, and everybody's like, how do you play that kind of a violent video game? I'm like, because it's not violent. I was like, it's just... It's nothing... None of that's real. Like, I, I never understood when people used to say that violent video games made violent people. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, That's most been ever that,
1: since the 80s when Nintendo came out. Well, because they thought always... it
2: was just the devil, you know? And I'm like, no, that's not true. Violent people are violent people. Violent people that... Like, people that play video games just people that play video games. I'm like, I'm not going to go out there and go crazy, but don't get me wrong. Michael Douglas and Falling Down, I can understand, like, at my age now, why he did what he did. Like, I get it. Like, all right. Like, you know what? That movie's not so far-fetched. You know? <laughs> he was just trying to eat a sandwich, and you want to come jump on him because he's on your turf. Well, now he's going to hit you with a bat. <laughs> he's going to oh break God. your fucking kneecap. So have fun speaking
0: fun Speaking of gaming, um, have you guys seen the TikTok videos of the gamer grandpa? Mm-mm. This dude is a 71-year-old. I'm reading it, obviously. I'm not picking this out of my ass. He's a 71-year-old retired military sniper. Or he's a veteran who plays as a sniper, and he picks off these crazy shots. Am I allowed to share? Uh, How would I do it
1: from you? I I've would. i never it. done it from another computer before.
0: Oh, here.
2: You might have that option on yours. I think it's going to ask you for Oh, one. there
1: it is. Okay. Yeah, because yes, he's going to ask for permission. Though, they're not right? working. They don't work with computer. So what, I just did it. There we go. Yeah. Ah, look, I'll so, first
2: check, Gary.
0: <laughs> it's hard to see, but this dude is shooting at people who are like hundreds of yards away. And you'll see this little tiny dot on the screen. He'll aim like an inch above him and pick him off. And this dude just starts cackling maniacally. Is he
2: playing, uh, is go. he playing, uh, what's it called? Right uh, there on that corner? Adam Field?
0: Oh. I, I don't know what he's playing. Yeah, I
2: think he's playing Battlefield. That looks like Battlefield.
0: I'm handicapped. Right now, I have
1: no feeling in either arm down to the fingertips. So if I was to use keyboard, I uh, have to look. Try to find to the one sure. where he's
0: really picking people off. He's laughing his ass off. Uh, sorry, I'm kind of fucking this up. Whoa! Ooh, where'd that come from?
1: But that's he? what I was talking about, Gary. Seeing how he's sharing his screen with me, you, oh, I, I was is. trying to get you to do it.
0: Oh. You're going to use a DMR, SBD? Yeah, so the 70-year-old grandpa talks shit and then picks people Ready? off from, like, a thousand yards away.
2: Yeah, and he's playing Battlefield. That's
0: a hit, That's yeah. I, mean. I don't miss. Yeah, he got him. He yeah, hits he headshots shot. from, like, yeah. 200 yards away.
2: Yeah, second shot. That second shot hit him. He, he The first one he could tell, <laughs> the, uh, he was measuring it and seeing what the lag, what the, what the drop was. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, too, with some of these, like, video games now, with they're so realistic like these simulators like i just watched a movie the other day uh last weekend because i was sick you know for my birthday that was awesome um and we just stayed in bed and watched uh movies and netflix and shit but we watched that movie uh gran turismo oh yeah um based Clint off Eastwood? the video game oh, oh you no, talking about that? No. Okay. no the video game one no not not not, <laughs> not
0: grand not. torino
2: yeah not, yeah, not great. Not Gran Turismo. Grand he plays Turismo. an
0: old dude on the on the block, and he just beats up. I'm about to say that's a great movie. <laughs> hey, that, no, I actually, it is a great it. movie. I went...
2: I actually, I've watched that movie. Yeah, that's a good one. But no, Gran Turismo, where it was about the video game. But what people don't realize is that video game is a video game. But the more high tech people that really play it run the racing simulation rigs, and those, oh. like and these racing rigs like. It's the only difference of that is you're, you're just not in a car, but it literally like some of them with the screens, you have three and four screens in front of you. So you basically have, you know, a 180 degree field of view of exactly what it would be like in the vehicle. And even some of them have it where the chairs part of the rig, other than just not only the the paddles and the shifters and everything on the steering wheel, um, but the, the seats move and they vibrate. So you get kind of the feel of, For exactly what the race car is. But basically the movie is them doing that. You're racing it on your own rig. Qualified and they'll send you to a school. To show you how to race real cars. And it's based off of. I think they actually did this. And it's actually based off of an actual true story. Because the Japanese guy who made. Gran Turismo. The video game. Was no this is not just a video game. Because it's so much detail. Where it's literally. When you tune a car, the same thing with this. Every single part of the car, you can tune and fine tune. And these kids play this, and this is actually something that happened. And it was actually a pretty good movie. It was pretty fun. I was like, Jesus Christ! I think but I, I was... had that on the original PlayStation. I want to say I did. Oh yeah, it's, it's one of the most. It's one of the. It's one of the most popular video games ever like and then like but the newer version ones that are the racing simulator version there's it's just different the setups you see you see some of these setups like that these guys have and it's just like what and it's like literally a cage a small cage just open on both ends and you go and you sit down and you're just in a bucket seat and you got a shifter if you want to do a shifter if you got the paddles on the on the steering wheel with all the buttons that you would actually have on the actual race car so it's not just you know video game or playstation or xbox buttons it's the buttons you would actually have, kind of like they have with these people with the flight simulators. It's the I same was thing. just about to tell you that. Yeah, uh, it's, the same, it's the same exact thing. Uh, it's,
1: I, it's funny that you said that because I just told a shot of Brandy that may be a future project coming very soon.
2: Well, trying to get you a, a little flight build simulator? A, the, you
1: know how I'll build it from scratch. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. I'll, I'll put it piece to piece, you know, make it better. But, yeah, that may be a project.
2: No, those, those, those are wow. fun too, but that's like the whole thing with uh, – <laughs> <laughs> with like 9-11 like if they wanted to learn how to fly now it'd be a lot easier to do something like that to learn how to fly because of the fact that these simulators that are out there but the thing is, is these rigs are so expensive it costs so much money hell even f1 and nascar drivers right now run racing simulator rig like they run those and they actually have teams that are sponsored in esports like i've heard that i've heard yeah, that. and it's yeah. and it's crazy so it's like what like you're telling me that this guy that's a Formula One racer who, who, you know, F1, and there's only like 16 of those, you know? There's not very many of these guys, and he actually runs racing rigs, simulators against regular guys that have never probably raced an F1 car. They don't know go what it YouTube. feels like to go, to go 220 miles an hour. You go know? to
1: YouTube. You can see even, like, fighter pilots doing oh, yeah. simulations. I mean, it's pretty so, dope.
2: Some of those, though, like some of those, like, especially the military ones, those simulators, those are different because you actually go into a box and it's this whole box and it's you get the G forces, you get the full feel of exactly what it's gonna be like. Well no, I'm
1: talking about self oh, yeah, made simulators
2: pilot. Oh yeah, no, yeah. No, those, no, those like some
1: I would make. I'm not no, I'm not talking about Iron Eagle simulator, you know. <laughs> oh
2: my god, Iron Eagle, Jesus Christ. Where's Lou Gossett Jr.? Where is he at?
1: <laughs> but um y'all ready to wrap it on up?
2: Oh um, yeah. and uh
1: Brian, uh, uh, we gotta get you back on, my friend. Absolutely, oh, this is I awesome it, Almost two hours in I mean, I'd stay on long, but I got some things I gotta do But, Brian, you gotta come back on again We'll get in some more shit Talk about some more stuff, you know We'll tell you about the 80s, you tell us about the 90s You know. Okay, <laughs> that's great We were teenagers in the.
2: <laughs> we don't remember the 90s, bro Like, I remember bits and I don't, pieces I don't know what happened like, I know It was I went... a dream I, I went to school, I think, sometimes I'm not sure I lived in a city where, the, where in the springtime the, the, there was baseball. that costs five dollars to get in to go watch. I, I did, There's not times I didn't go to school. Oh, hey,
1: look, my man, God, this five dollars. Look Oof. for when you get when you get the kids out the house, you revert back. Yeah, you know, you see, you revert back to the younger years. You I I say,
0: I might have texted you this. You know, we were talking about the uh, Optimus Prime thing, and I don't mm. want to hold you up, but oh no no you, no
1: no, it's fine. It's not like I'm. I'm a, it made me down. cry,
0: dude. I was sick that uh. week, and I went to go pick up a prescription. And I'm waiting in line in the drive-through, and I get this message on my phone. It's a video from what's the guy's name? Uh, Peter Collin. Peter Collin. I always want to say Peter Weller. I know it's not no, him.
1: That's no, RoboCop.
0: Yeah, Peter Collin. And like the video and the the clip that you that you put up that you said that you're gonna take down, and it's special to you. But like, oh I'm, no, no,
1: I'm... I wasn't putting up the the the, the audio again of right. him doing it.
0: Yeah, but it's like that, that you shared it with us was really fucking cool. But like, as I'm hearing you tell that story and like how important it was to you, like I started tearing up, I like legit. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And I don't know if I texted it to you or John or both of you, but it was like, there's something special about when you grow up and you buy yourself the shit that you wanted when you were a kid, because you can, you can finally do it. Mm. Um, If you haven't and you're out there listening and there was always something you wanted when you were a kid. It's just a nice little surprise. So I suggest you fucking do it, man. Cause I don't know. Like I, and I had a lot of shit growing up. My, my parents were always like, yeah, you know, Christmas and stuff. They knew what we were into, whether it was, you know, we talked about Beetlejuice, the, the cartoon, we had the toys and I had everything, GI Joe's and wrestlers and star Wars stuff. But like, there's still those big things or those special things that you didn't have. And about maybe once every year I pick something up, even if it's something small and, uh, no man, it just there's something about when you when you make it and when you're older and you can finally do the shit that you wanted to do when you were a kid. It's it's like I think it's a part of maintaining that part of you and who you are. and I think that's important, man. Too many people lose that.
1: Well, it's crazy because I wasn't even a big collector uh, until a couple of years ago when I uh, shot a brand shout out to her. Oh, that's my fiance. She found me in an original uh, at, at Walker from uh, the line, and she because. She, she kind of got me on it because she asked me one day, she's like, what's the one thing that you never did get for Christmas that you really wanted? And I thought about it. I was like, oh, man, I wanted that at-at walk as a kid, but I never got it, blah, blah, blah. Sure enough, she found me on a ridge. It wasn't in the greatest condition, but it was in the box. I actually started. I fixed it where the guns actually light up and move again. Oh, nice. And for some reason, I started buying the other ships and just restoring them and was good at it. And it started with the Star Wars stuff, then the Transformers, the G.I. Joe stuff. Now, I'm not collecting, like, I'm not a collector where it's, uh, like, Star Wars fans. They'll buy Star Wars shit just because it says Star Wars. No, I'm collecting just the vintage stuff from 80s, 70s, and that's it. And I I have to put a stop on it, too. So it's like, I only got so much room in here.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, you're going to have to have another house. Yeah, right.
1: (laughs) Next time you come on, I'm going to have to... I'm, next time you come on I'll show you the best one. I, I don't know if you've ever seen any videos I may have posted on Facebook of the transforming Optimus Prime. I don't know if you've ever seen those. I
0: think you sent it to me, yeah.
1: The the one that actually transforms. Yeah, cuz I yeah. showed my
0: my son. My my son's not huge into Transformers, but he likes Optimus Prime. And I'm like, "Hey buddy, check this out." And I probably played, played the video for him. He's like, "Who has that?" I'm like, "That's a friend of mine." That's a <laughs> every, of every,
1: time. <laughs> every time people come over that know I have they like Whip him out (laughs) Like you want to see it You want me to show it to you And they just trip out because That's like that's the toy we wanted I showed my brother the original I'm like it went from this To that (laughs) Why would I not want that
2: $800 later But
1: that's not the point
2: (laughs) You couldn't afford those things back in the day When you got you know school And food you gotta feed these monsters yeah. I love I love all the kids that, that are here, but my god, they eat so much food.
1: Well, the one thing, another thing, I never got, which I doubt I'll ever own because I never had the fucking room for it, would be the GI Joe aircraft carrier.
2: Let's stop talking about
0: that. Yes, that's the toy of legend. Oh, yes, I know. Stop, stop yeah, don't tell it. John that because John wants that too. Everybody, that's the toy of legend. You everybody know, everybody's like, that. I have it,
1: I have it in school. No one ever could prove no one ever that happened. they I've had. I've never, it. I've never seen one in real life. I don't. I did. I seen it at the store. It was, they would ninety do ninety nine dollars. Compared to today, it's not really. I'd go get it right now. You
2: know what? Compared to today, <laughs> ninety nine dollars. It's probably like that's more like what, like five hundred dollars now. Probably, then, yeah, something yeah, something like that. Compared to like, because of inflation and whatnot.
1: If y'all hmm. ever want to go check out a, a good collection on YouTube, and I'm, I'm going to wrap it up. Go yeah. to a, a channel called Retro Blast. That's something we didn't get into. Next time you come on, Brian, we're going to get into more about. The, I want to talk about the podcast. Or the YouTubers that I know y'all follow, like Neurotic. I've yeah. been following Neurotic for like years since Last Jedi, and I, I'm I watch all of them. I've been watching all of them for years, and I've kind of got stale on a lot of them. Maybe except Gary. He's maybe the only one I haven't. Yeah. But yeah, next time we will get into that. But yeah, uh, I'm sorry, I
0: didn't mean to hijack with the Vince stuff. It just kind of. Oh came no, up no, there.
2: no, no, We never really necessarily have, you know. We like doing our top, stuff. yeah. Unless we're doing our top five list, we don't usually have too much of a structure. But yeah, it's okay. whatever, whatever, whatever flow. We 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 whatever the lazy river basically. Just yeah, Get in the lazy it. river. Just sit back and be like, all right, cool. You help cool. out
0: more than you think. <laughs> let the cooler beer float. Grab yeah. one when you want to. Yeah, it's like all, all right, it's cool. Shh,
2: cool.
0: But yeah, a channel
1: called Retro Blast. All right, Retro all right, Blast. all right. Retro Blast. I think I've heard of him before. Uh, yeah, that dude collection is sick. He's got every action figure ever. I mean, like every piece that goes to all them line. I mean, hit. Oh, Mike. Michael's his name. He his collection is the got to be the best collection in the world. It's incredible. Retro Blast. yeah, that's where I learned about like restoring shit from his channel. That's how I got onto him.
2: Oh shit.
0: See, I wish I was that talented because I got some broken toys that I want to fix, but I just don't oh, to start.
1: Uh, YouTube.
0: YouTube. There's okay. a video for everything on
1: YouTube. I've learned I that. Say,
2: I, I was figuring that. Out. That's probably what, what I would think, too. And eBay,
1: if you need something on eBay, like something, like go to eBay. If Even if it's like a, a little piece that you're looking for, there'll probably be people doing like 3D prints of it. And that's nice. what I did with a lot of those. I got a lot of 3D. I even found guys who did the decals from those ships back then. So yeah, I did decals, new parts, whatever was broken, the internet man. even electrical i yeah. I even put lights in some of them
2: like look at look look, <clears throat> look what you're able to do now or this twenty five years ago you couldn't do this not as easy as you could now like you could just google it, you just go on youtube you can there's tutorials, there's this, there's that that wasn't back then what are you how are you gonna find that before real quick? Yeah, had to go to some hardware store. <laughs> now we
0: got him started on his collection. Here we go. Yeah.
2: This is one of the original this is from the 82 collection, uh, the Bobo
1: Fest Slave one. But uh, what I did was, I know you can see it. I put a light oh, in it. Oh shit. And I put the lights in the back of that. Oh
0: nice. See, I've got I had the one from 97 when uh, Shadows of the Empire came out and they re they re released that. However, it was my brother's, so he took the Millennium Falcon and the Slave One. Those are at his house now. I gotta try to uh, buy one. Mhm. Thanks, Steve.
2: Trade him for a kid. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but let me
0: uh let me do a plug for
1: everybody. Um, oh here we go. The hardest one. I can't believe this. Dirk and Mojo's most dastardly adventures of Mojo. I, I fuck them up every week because I don't I thought know. It was
2: just we... Mo Dirk City, bro. Like we just yeah. <laughs> we, we agreed that we could just call
1: it. and they always get pissed. They are like never get us right. Get everybody else right.
2: I tell. Oh. I tell you don't even Mojo
1: right and Dirk. Time. Mojo yeah. and Dirk, you know, Dirk will be back next week. Um, of course, our friends from Spitball Media, Mr. Beep Show Brian, who joined us tonight, John Draper and Shaheen, our friends at Wrestling Soup, which is Missionary Thomas, Joey Numbers, and Kevin Castle, who's also back with Don Tony. Um, who else we got? We got Mr. Jeff Liffman, uh, Chris Matthews, of course, our close friend. Yeah, Chris Matthews. Um, uh, Joe Punches, and am I missing anybody, Gary?
2: I don't think so. We, we, you've pretty much covered everybody, I think. Um, I want to thank Bisho Brian for coming on the show. Good Absolutely. to meet you. Great talking to you. It was a great time. We definitely got to do this again. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I had I had such a good time. This was so fun. Uh, yeah. It is. But uh, uh, everybody out there in YouTube land, make sure you like and subscribe, uh, rate and review. Tell your mom and them. Share it. You know, do all that good, fun stuff. It helps us all out. Helps support the brand. And uh show you got anything out there?
0: uh no um spitball media i also i do have a youtube channel where i focus on horror movie stuff i haven't put anything up in a long time and i want to get back to that when i can focus on it in a couple weeks to months but just go to b com subscribe there and then spitball media we're on youtube we're live every thursday around nine o'clock and all the live shows are archived there for watching later uh we put podcasts up every you can stream so spitball media thanks and it was a fucking pleasure, man. Thanks. It was, nah, I, man. I'm I mean, it it stumbling just because it was. I love, dude, Fatty. I have loved you for a long time. Uh, always been a great dude. Thank you, my uh Nice to meet you, Maximus. I'm sure I'll say the same about you in, in time. I've or just- you
2: won't. It's cool. That, that's fine. Like I understand. <laughs> people are people. Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah. Fuck that guy.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like Fatty was awesome, but his fucking co-host a piece of shit.
0: No, you guys are great, man. Thanks for having <laughs> me on. Appreciate hey, it. hey! At least you got the meet. Uh,
1: Jeff didn't even get to meet none of them. Who? He was already gone Jeff. Who? Oh yeah, that's true, man. Yeah. He
2: he tells me not to say the name, and he says the name every goddamn time he gets. Like, like, look, man, you broke up with her already, okay? Like, you, I mean, we now. talked today, man. We talked. <laughs> <laughs> we're still friends, though. Just you know, like, we don't like hang out or nothing. But, you know.
1: Actually, I, yeah, the guy who was my former co-host is the one that got me the job where we were. <laughs> oh, shit.
2: <laughs> so, yeah. But that was long ago. That was over a decade ago. That, that doesn't count no more. Yeah. That doesn't matter. He
1: was actually the guitarist for my uh, our band when we were younger, too. We were in oh, a shit. band, me and the former co
2: yeah. So, basically, what that means is there's a lot of trauma and a lot of drama with them, too, because they've known each other for so long.
1: I can't help mm-hmm. it. I was the and, talent.
2: And who would have thought that it would have ended badly? <laughs> well, you know. I had a vision
1: <laughs> I'm sorry they offered me the solo record But you know And, and uh, yeah, didn't know I, Fucking I David Leigh Lee Rothman you
2: know. I, like, I, I was gonna say it's Justin Timberlake over I've here. always thought
1: myself more as an Aussie
2: <laughs> <laughs> It's like fuck you Black Sabbath I'm gonna do my own thing
1: Alright give me this dub <laughs> Yeah oh, More shit. Aussie. <laughs>
2: oh man all right right, bro
1: all right guys we'll see y'all next week
2: later y'all peace out
1: thanks
0: guys